0: Blood Talk
1: Radio It's time to strap our boots on This is a perfect day to die Wipe the blood out of our eyes In this life there's no surrender
2: to Bard's Logic, Political Talk, part of the Growing Conservative Conversation, and also part of the Patriot Journalist Network. And you can find the Patriot Journalist Network by going to www.patriotjournalist.com. And tonight we have uh, a guest on tonight who will be talking about the forced live organ harvesting in China. And we know Donald Trump, who was big in the polls, and I tell you what, folks – I think that um, just by looking at Twitter and CNN and you know just all over the place, I would have never thought that he would be as popular as they are. Now, we, I know we got Iowa caucuses coming up and New Hampshire and the other states, and we'll see how, uh, how he fares uh, there. But I tell you what, this very well may be a very interesting uh, election. And definitely I'm just surprised with what I'm seeing here. Uh, with Do- Donald Trump, and he's a success. And that's why we're putting here tonight for, since Donald Trump, as we know, well know, talks about China a lot, to say to him, to Donald, uh, for him to say to China, to stop uh, your forced live organ harvesting over there. So not that this is a quote, as you notice, I don't have this in quotations, so I'm not saying this is something that Donald Trump has said, but definitely if we could get it out to him, then perhaps this could be something that Trump can make on the trail. And then later on tonight, I do have a phone number that's uh, supposed to be able to uh, get to Trump's campaign. It was given to me by one of our uh, contributors here. And so we'll uh, give out that number, and uh, people can report back. Let me know if that's uh, something that will work for us. Uh, and so let's go ahead and get our guest on the line. This is Mitchell, who has brought uh, me this topic. And the way he brought it to me was by going to the Bards Logic Political Talk website, uh, which I do ask folks if they do have a topic that they would like to bring to us so we can uh, feature it on the show, uh, you're more than welcome to. And that's by going to www.bardslogicpoliticaltalk.com, and go to the contact page of the sh- uh, the website and send me a message and some information about getting uh, your topic onto the show when we all schedule time to uh, discuss it. And so that being said, let's go ahead and bring in Mitchell. Thank you very much, uh, Mitchell, for calling to the show. How are you tonight? I'm
0: good, Robert. Just going through a little bit of a cold, but uh, I'm I'm good. Thank you for having
2: Uh-oh. me on. Well, oh got great! A coffee, uh, you know I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you bringing uh, bringing this in. I was doing a little bit of of research, and actually, and I've got an article that you know perhaps uh, I'll read from later. Uh, is kind of a, a good uh, point to uh, the topic discussion tonight. In that, here's an article that is in the Epoch Times. Uh, and this is actually an article dated today, uh, December 30th, 2015. It says Capitol Hill Forum discusses persecution and torture of Falun Gong the, and then, comma, demise of the CCP. And it looks like that the article, even though posted on the 30th, may have come from December 13th, which is still in this month uh, of 2015. And so we'll go over some of that article at some point. But this is definitely, folks, a topic that is, uh, you know, been in the news. People are paying attention to it. Uh, Looks like, you know, even in Washington uh, during the December 10th International Human Rights Day, uh that's set aside by United nations uh is this uh, topic was discussed uh during that uh, discussion that they had um there uh so we'll uh, talk more about that uh later on uh about that forum that was on capitol hill uh where this topic was brought up and so first of all, you know a lot of folks here on the line probably uh, including myself. I mean, as I said, I've done some research and I'll have some uh, perhaps some questions later. Some might be some of what some would consider some of the controversial aspects of Falun uh Gong, at least one that I was uh, found. We'll see what, what type of validity is in that uh, with some quotes and things of that nature. At least an article that I found uh, with, I believe, one of the leaders, if not the leader of the organization, and uh, what he had to say about some certain things. But first, uh, tell us, you know, what is – And uh, Falun Gong, and you know, you pointed out on last week's show, uh, also can be called Falun Dafa. And so, tell us what that is all about, and why does this issue affect people who have nothing to do with China?
0: Sure. Okay. Thank you, Robert, for again allowing me to come on. Um, I have. Thank Uh, Thank you. I have been an international human rights uh, activist for 15 years. I come from a Jewish family. I have um, studied a lot about Christianity, Catholicism, Taoism, and Buddhism, which I was uh, previously uh, uh, introduced to when I was studying at the University of Georgia. And these religions, these uh, spiritual uh, uh, principles in these religions, impact people in a very positive way, uh, in a very good way, in a very moral way and i was studying at the university of georgia i was seeking a little bit more of a spiritual way i love the religions but i'm much more of a spiritual man and i came across falun gong as it's pronounced i um, also known as falun dafa the same practice but two different names when i was studying at the internet at the university and I was stu- I was practicing yoga at the time I was doing I did a lot a lot of karate when I was a child I loved the martial arts and I was very I'm very much intrigued more of an organic way of life nothing religiously uh, uh um uh, conformative um not like I said not to say that I don't appreciate Judaism and and Catholicism and Christianity because they are very righteous religions, they teach people to be moral. They teach people to be uh, honest and sincere. Do not kill anybody. Do not hurt anybody. Do good in business. Be uh, kind to your wife, your husband. Uh, be truthful in everything that you do. And so I knew that these principles were very uh, um, uh, good in these religions. But I wanted more of a spiritual, holistic background, based on the holistic approach of the way of the East. So when i came into contact with falun gong at the university with my uh with my uh, colleague molly who was studying international business with me at the time i learned these exercises that uh, incorporate stretching circulating the energy and meditating uh, and these are the five exercises that incorporate are incorporated into falun gong meditation exercises and my body felt incredibly healthy Immediately, I I could breathe better, I could feel healthier, and the principles were very similar, or if not the same, as compared to Christianity, Judaism, Catholicism, which are truthfulness, compassion, and tolerance. Um, I looked more into it. I studied the teacher's, uh, Mr. Lee's teachings, and there was nothing cultish about it. It could be a little bit more uh, uh, far-fetched for those who do not know about the ancient culture of the of the East, and do not know about the ancient civilizations and the, the ancient body in terms of how the Eastern way describes it. But um, as I read further, I was really touched by the, the integrity of the practice. And after practicing the exercises over a couple of months, my whole body felt well, I felt rejuvenated, I felt happy. There was, a, there was a much more of a, of a sincerity about me in terms of how I was looking at life. So that's how I came across Falun Gong um, in, in,
2: in 2001. Okay, and with, with Falun Gong? with it being, you know, as described? In why is it has it been outlawed in China, and why are the folks there being uh, prosecuted by the Chinese government?
0: Okay, well that's the the, the, the most serious situation yeah. in China that's gone on for the last 16 plus years. Basically, to understand this, um, how I understood understood it when I was at uh, the University of Georgia, because when I first learned about Falun Gong, Amnesty International was there, and they were supporting the Falun Gong practitioners, particularly from mainland China, who have been killed and brutally persecuted, dehumanized, vilified, I mean, uh, in the most horrendous ways. And to understand how... um, this uh, atrocity could happen, especially the organ harvesting of the Falun Gong in China. I mean, you don't just have an uh, outright persecution, uh, Robert, and everybody who's listening. You have the most serious human rights violation in modern history since the Nazis Holocaust in 1949, where my family, 1945, where my fa- well, a lot of my family was, 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 was wiped out. And the reason why is it's crucial to understand that there is no limit to how far the Chinese Communist Party will go to wipe out something or someone. So basically, when the persecution started, everybody, in July 1999, um, the Chinese regime called Falun Gong the biggest threat to national security since Tiananmen Square, 10 years before, in 1989. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone is familiar with that. And today, they Yeah, are, they had um, some
2: kind of 10,000 person... Didn't they have like a uh, a protest of like 10,000 people uh, on Tiananmen Square at one point.
0: Exactly, that was 10 years after Tiananmen Square. That was in, in, mm-hmm. in, 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 in on on uh, July 1999. In, on uh, April 1999, there was a huge protest uh, of 10,000 Falun Gong petitioners in China in uh, the capital compound buildings of Zhongnanhai. Because before that, the communist regime started to crack down and started to smear Falun Gong as a violent, sinister terrorist group, a cult who killed themselves. And this is absolutely far from the truth. Yeah, em- uh, and mm-hmm. And the self-immolation that happened in, on, on Tiananmen Square in 2001, which I can get into actually since you brought it up. Um, the communist regime. The, the 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 leader of the Communist Party, Jiang Zemin. Now many people do not know this uh, this this this, this, this uh, scoundrel, but he is the evil head. He is the master uh, the, the mastermind behind the crackdown and the elimination of the Falun Gong, up to at least. Two million Falun Gong practitioners, up to six million Falun Gong practitioners. I don't want to give too much of the, the, the numbers. I was instructed not to. But I just want to share with you the severity of how serious the situation is, where now several million Falun Gong practitioners have been killed for their organs. But he has been the mastermind, Jiang Zemin, the former leader of the Communist Party, to eradicate falun gong and to turn more public opinion against falun gong in 2001 he forced five chinese people to set themselves and a little girl to set themselves on fire in Tiananmen square and turn all the, uh, the, the cctv media and the chinese media Against and towards this and says this is what Falun Gong petitioners do they kill themselves they're enemies against the state state we must crack down on them and and and, and send them to re-education centers, centers take away their children and this is exactly what happened and this completely poisoned the minds of the Chinese people and brainwashed them and turned the public opinion against them just like what 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 Hitler did to the Jews in terms of saying that the Jews are vermin we must eradicate them. And gave them a reason uh, gave the communist re- regime a reason to do what they have what they have done up to this point for sixteen for sixteen plus years. So, um it, it, it's been, yeah, it's been I'll,
2: gr- I'll, Yeah. Go ahead. Please, yeah, go that's ahead. one of the things I was, I was reading where they were talking about you, I I read four, but uh, there was four folks who you know set themselves on fire and try to use that uh, as a way to get a wedge and unfortunately I heard it, it worked a little bit here in the United States for a while
0: it did but I'm, but what's luckily is that there's 50 key pieces of evidence that have said that there was a stage that to prove that this is a stage self immolation and there's a really good uh, documentary on you can look it up on YouTube called False Fire or the staged self-immolation of Falun Gong in China. And it actually shows you how staged it really was. And, I mean, if anybody in their right mind could just see it, they could actually see how the communist regime set up these people and uh, were were, were slandering Falun Gong uh, and how they just, you know, got away with it, unfortunately. But it was just completely staged. It was completely false and... um, really uh, uh, brainwash the minds of the chinese people severely because you see robert and everybody is listening china is an abnormal society it's not a free country i don't care what anybody says people think because they go to china and they do business in china many western corporate corporations they think because they have led, they've been led into china and they see all these skyscrapers and people doing business that china is free china is not free the communist regime under that regime for the last 50 years have destroyed the Chinese people, brainwashed them, forced them into, into into brutal poverty, brutal fear, and brutal slavery. And now they are coming for America. They want to destroy America. They, the, the saving grace of America, which I can get into a little later, is the collapse of the communist regime, which is happening as we are speaking. And, and we can talk about that a little later, because uh, I've got uh, something that I can read with you as well. But uh, don't be fooled, Certainly. folks. The... You know, every everyone right now has been distracted by ISIS, and ISIS is, is, is honestly is a crap stain on the mattress. They're a little speck of dust. We, you know, they're, they're as evil as they are, they're a little speck of dust. The main evil, the main terrorist, the largest and most dangerous terrorist organization on the face of the earth, that is the th- is the, the, the largest threat to, to 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 the American sovereignty as we know it, is the Communist Party in China, and they co- they control all the, most of the known uh, dictatorships in the world they want all the oil they fund the russians they they they've armed uh, the, the north korean uh, weapons program and i tell you right now they are the ones that are 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 uh, are are, are leading, uh, the, the terrorist uh, uh, threat in this in this world and you know that's why i like what, what donald trump's doing he doesn't, He's very wary of China, but I don't know how wary, and that's why I think we need to get on the phone to talk to him and urge him to stop doing business with any kind of communist regime uh, because you're not doing it with the Chinese people. You're not doing it with China. What you're doing is you're doing it with a bloodlust parasite that just wants to rape, pillage, and plunder and destroy America. And that's why the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, George Soros, the, uh, the, uh, all, all the elites... Even the royals in, in, in England, okay, they've all wanted to back the communist regime because they are in love with the communist system of 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 of, of, of power, and they want that to come to uh, uh, America. So, and that won't happen. That cannot happen. That 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 must not happen. But unfortunately, the world is so blinded by it, by the ISIS and the terrorist attacks. They don't see the real threat to humanity and democracy as we know it, and and freedom as we know it, which is the communist regime.
2: I definitely have uh, some more questions, but uh, I do have a couple folks who'd like to get on the line. Uh, But first of all is uh, Susan, so let's go ahead and get Susan in, and then we'll go back to uh, some more questions. And uh, anyone else out there who'd like to chime in, uh, just give us a call at 347-945-7428. And if you'd like to get in, just push the 1 on your number dial, and I'll get you into the show. But first, let's go ahead and welcome Susan. Susan, thank you very much for coming to the show. How are you tonight?
3: I'm fine, thank you. This thing is uh, very important to me, and the minute I saw he was interested in that. I wanted him in my group, you know, and um, <clears throat> I think it's amazing what he's doing to bring attention to uh, this this problem. And um, so I first ran into it um your signature can save lives stop forest live organ harvesting in China please sign the petition to your representative to co-sponsor HRES 281 and it was um down here in downtown Boise and uh I don't know if that bill is still in the house or if it's not passed I haven't heard anything really need to check on it because that was a year and a half ago and um they called on the government of the people of China to immediately end the practice of organ harvesting, called for full and transparent investigation by the State Department into this uh, prosecution of those who have found, been found to have engaged in unethical practices, which I'm assuming is them going to China and buying these organs organ, um, and, and immediate end to the 14-year persecution of the Falun Gong spiritual practice. <clears throat> and to issue a travel warning for US citizens traveling to China for organ transplants and warning them as the organ source for the operation may be a prisoner of conscience and it condemns organ transplant abuses in China. There's a lot of lot of information on here and so it told us to write to our representatives and senators, um, sign the doctors against forced organ harvesting, um when I signed that petition, the older couple who well, was with the younger couple she had been uh in one of their camps and survived it uh, I don't think they kill everyone she they just try to change how you think, they torture you and do stuff to your brain or whatever all and she had survived uh when I read all that and talked to him I was really, really amazed um what went on there. Um one of the military surgeons admitted, You don't understand my suffering, these fallen gong prisoner practitioners were alive. It might have be been easier for me if they were dead if they were alive and he admitted that to his ex wife. Uh, I wrote an article on it entitled A Crime of Evil in China and the pictures and the stuff in it are oh, all it was it was horrible. I, I still can't believe it. What <clears throat> the value of a human life at at the time I was given that paper, a cornea was thirty thousand, a heart was a hundred and thirty to hundred and sixty thousand, liver was ninety eight thousand to one hundred and thirty thousand, a lung was one hundred and fifty thousand to one hundred and seventy thousand. A kidney was sixty two thousand, a kidney pancreas one hundred and fifty thousand. And uh I'm not afraid to give numbers. I'll tell you what I wrote about that. I put the numbers in there. What was at the time? What was there? Um, and uh, it, it don't bother me if if they get mad at me for saying anything about the numbers. I don't really care. You know, I've got politicians probably mad at me anyway. But um, they even. Um, uh, have gone after... Oh, I've got the picture here... of Chinese uh, attorneys. Four lawyers were attempting the same thing. And uh, they were uh, treated pretty bad... because they were trying to defend their clients... that practice Falun Gong. Chinese rights lawyers, they get persecuted. Uh, Eight lawyers got possible beatings... to get into the courthouse... to defend the practitioners of that art. So... Uh, they always then go after people who are hired or whatever to do this to defend Kushner. It's a, you know, but this is not the only place where it's happening. I know it. Um, it seems like it is, and it's probably the worst place. But it's just come out blood money. How ISIS is selling human organs harvested from living hostages and its own dead soldiers to fund terror across the Middle East. So, I don't know whether they're living in China or what. It could be. Um, I don't know. But it's a horrible thing for people to do that.
2: So speaking of numbers, the numbers I referred to uh, earlier, okay, uh, the phone number, and that's to the Donald Trump's Project Vote Smart. The telephone number is area code 646. Seven three six one seven seven nine, and so uh, that's said uh, to Donald Trump's uh, media campaign. And again, that number is six four six seven three six one seven seven nine. So if people want to see Donald Trump start to uh, bring this up when he talks about China, uh, give them the call at six four six seven three six. One seven seven nine, and it says here the this is Paul from the chat says can I speak live using the computer? Uh, Well, Paul, we can do that. I do like to try to bring some things into uh, the folks who like to uh, use the chat aspect of the uh, of the show. And it says, did Susan tell you that I lived in China? Uh, Says I'm like Paul lived in China for twelve consecutive years while well, teaching English at the universities and came home only once during that time. Uh, so this is a Paul Stanner who is in the chat. And is that something uh, you'd like to speak on uh, before we bring uh, some more questions in, Susan?
3: Uh, yeah, he he did. And I believe I told your your guest speaker there about him. Um, he didn't know much about the fallen zone part, but he did always talk about how, You couldn't talk about Tiananmen Square, you couldn't talk, uh, there was three or four T's, Tiananmen Square, Taiwan, um, I can't remember the others, and you weren't supposed to uh, try to preach your religious faith to um, anybody in China, Um, or you could have problems. If you were uh, not a citizen, if you were like teaching or something like that, you would be probably kicked out of the country immediately. If you were a citizen doing that, well, you probably get thrown in jail or killed. They do that to drug dealers, too. They shoot you immediately, um, whether you're a citizen or not. So they have very, very strict rules. And talking about these three or four T's, like I said, scoring—that they're all no-nos. They don't do that. So, yeah, he knew but a lot about that it. kind of stuff.
2: And let's go ahead and bring it uh, back to uh, bring it back to you, uh, Mitchell. And so, tell us a little bit more uh, why this is. Well, you know, something more about the forced organ uh, harvesting. Tell us what that's all about. And it says, why is this coined a new kind of evil that is not existent on this planet before?
0: Okay, I, I, I take my hat off to Susan because what, a, what a, um, an honorary person to have such courage to expose this uh, on her own volition. I, I really appreciate it. And, and, and for Paul, yeah, it's a, it's a very serious situation in, in China and I'm, I'm glad he's with us too. Um, well, shocked by these reports, two prominent Canada, Canadian human rights lawyers uh, launched their own investigation. Um, uh, then in July 2006, everybody. Former Secretary of State for Asia-Pacific David Kilgore and renowned Canadian human rights attorney David Mattis published their own 140-page book and report. Their book is called Bloody Harvesting Now. It's called the Kilgore-Mattis Report, and you can find it at at stoporganharvesting.org. And it drew the regrettable conclusion that the allegations are true. Um, but now the Chinese Communist Party officials are reportedly hastening mm-hmm. to destroy all evidence. Uh, they've provided monitored tours and removed websites that advertised organs for sale, which actually Susan was uh, was reading about. You know the the, the thousands of dollars they were give they were they were priced in for kidneys and hearts. Um, the, the communist regime have provided monitored tours in China and removed websites that have, have that have advertised organs for sale. Though not in time, as investigators had already managed to save images of these web pages. One Chinese website had boasted that it could provide matching organs within one to four weeks, which medical experts say it is impossible unless the Chinese hosp- hospitals have access to a huge stock of living organ donors. Mm-hmm. And shortly after reports of organ harvesting emerged, party leaders announced new legislation, so, so to speak, everybody, banning the uh, use of organs without consent. Over a year later, though, this law does not appear to have been implemented at all, supporting those who claimed all along that the legislation was nothing more than a public relations stunt. And um, so David Kilgore and David Mattis went on this uh, serious, serious exposure of the forced organ harvesting. And between 2000 and 2005, they confirmed the allegations of Falun Gong petitioners basically sent to death camps Their organs cut out of their bodies, folks, while alive. So the the medical procedure was the actual murder, it was the actual, um, uh, 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 the transplant procedure was the actual killing, um, 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 Mm -hmm. okay, and cut out of their bodies while alive. The bodies burned in the crematories and ovens to conceal the evidence, and then the the, the organs sold as the healthiest organs in the world, illegally without consent. And this was between 2000 and 2005. Now, um, Ethan Gutman also came out with his book, Slaughter. He's an award-winning investigative uh, journalist and China expert, Ethan Gutman. And he was um, uh, interviewed by the Vision Times on July 28, 2015, And he was asked, what do you say to those people who still doubt that organ harvesting has occurred or is occurring on a large scale in China, especially through the use of Falun Gong practitioners? And he says, the dogs bark, the caravan moves on. Look, the slaughter has been out for a year. That's his book. That's a plenty of time for serious reviewers to question my conclusions. I can't think of one who has. Even the South China Morning Post, which obviously had to give a critical review, given their financial relationship with the mainland, didn't dare. And I stand by every footnote, every interview. I don't begrudge anyone the right to doubt. As I say in my book, these are serious allegations, toxic allegations. But no one, no one has the right to dismiss the allegations without actually reading the corpus of work that has been published. The Slaughter, Bloody Harvest, and state organs, not to mention all the investigative reports that have been authored by Epoch Times, the World Organization to Investigate the Persecution of Falun Gong, and Doctors Against Forced Organ Harvesting. This investigation started in 2006. If the volume of of investigative work is only increasing, you want to comment, hit the books. If someone is too lazy to read about the subject or just doesn't care about it enough, about the Chinese atrocities, perhaps they should keep silent. That's what he said uh, in his interview, and um, just recently, the uh, the World, Organi- uh, Organi- uh, World Organization to Investigate the Persecution of Falun Gong, at uh, upholdjustice.org dot org, that uh, is extremely objective and uh, scientific in its reporting, came out with a uh, a report about the live organ harvesting in China implicates millions. Now ladies and gentlemen, millions okay i mean the, when when was the last million uh, holocaust occurring in nineteen forty five now I was instructed by doctors against all fourth organ harvesting that I try to get on today, but they're they've been they they're extremely busy uh exposing more evidence and new evidence that is just coming out more and more. I try to get it on get the doctors on Robert's show, but um, I was instructed not to give exact numbers yet. Because the numbers are too horrific and too un- un- inconceivable yet for the general public to understand, but I can tell you this: they gave me a letter and they wanted to—they sh- they shared with me that the persecution. I wanted-, I wanted to share it with you. The persecution of Falun Gong has been going on for 16 full years. With a very heavy heart, I would like to inform you that the scale of forced live organ harvesting of Falun Gong practitioners is much larger than our previous understanding the World Organization to Investigate the Persecution of Falun Gong now estimates the number of victims at millions. After investigating and collecting evidence for more than nine years, W.O.I.P.F.G. has concluded that since July 20, 1999, the Chinese Communist Party, led by its former head, Jiang Zemin, has utilized China's entire state apparatus to harvest organs from living Falun Gong practitioners as part of Jiang's campaign to physically destroy practitioners. This is a genocide and a crime against humanity. We estimate that the number of victims exceeds 2 million. Our investigation has covered 9,500 surgeons and 865 hospitals across China that are able to perform organ transplants. The subjects of our phone investigations include five Communist Party Politburo Standing Committee members, one Politburo member, one vice chairman of the Central Military Commission, one CMC member and former defense minister, one department head of the People's Liberation Army General Logistics Department's Health Division, officials from the 610 office under the Politburo and Legislative Affairs Committee, and armed policemen guarding the scene of one live organ harvesting case, as well as transplant surgeons and organ brokers from many military and civilian hospitals across China. Those high-ranking communist officials confirmed that organ harvesting is a state-sanctioned crime under the command of Jiang Zemin. That is why it is a new kind of evil, because it is now state-sanctioned. This is from the highest top offices of a communist regime all the way to the bottom to eradicate Falun Gong from the shores of China for the last 16-plus years. We haven't seen since the Holocaust. Over the past decade and a half, the party has systematically industrialized, systematized, and even militarized this crime on a large scale. It has used the bodies of Falun Gong petitioners as a multi-use resource that can be liquidated. They have used enormous economic incentives, at least one quarter of China's gross domestic profit for the last 16 years, to motivate people to participate in these crimes. The Chinese Communist Party has involved and made complicit China's military, armed police forces, and personnel, within nearly all medical institutions across China that are capable of performing organ transplant operations into, into participants into a mass, in a massacre of Falun Gong practitioners. At the same time, from the central government to the local state and party institutions related to the Political and Legislative Affairs Committee, 610 offices, public security, prosecutorial and judicial departments across the country, all have to participate in this criminal massacre. This genocide has been carried out under horrific circumstances in mainland China, where the Chinese Communist Party has willfully slandered and demonized Falun Gong practitioners over a long period of time. Chinese people have been brainwashed by the Communist Party's bloody political campaigns and tools of repression. Jiang Zemin issued the internal policy that beating Falun Gong practitioners to death wouldn't be blamed on the gods, it's recorded as suicide and to destroy them physically. These atrocities, including forced organ harvesting, which, is pla- which, which this planet has never seen before, is taken place in China. This massacre has also enabled the party's control of information and its deceitful propaganda toward the international community. In addition, it has used diplomatic, political, and military means... In particular, it has used enormous economic incentives and transactions as as bargaining chips to win over and or intimidate the international community. The Chinese Communist Party has induced governments around the world into silence. Some governments even demonstrate differing degrees of cooperation with the CCP in committing these crimes. In fact, horrible crimes have have again appeared in the the world, shocking and deeply heart-wrenching to all who know them. They challenge the fundamentals of humanity. According to the United Nations Resolution 26A, Convention on the Prevention of Punishment and the Crime of Genocide, and the Rome Statute and the International, crime, of the International Criminal Court, the large-scale harvesting of organs from living Falun Gong practitioners perpetrated by the Chinese Communist regime and led by the former party head Jiang Zemin constitute genocide and a crime against humanity. Therefore, the W-O-I-P-F-G hereby calls on the International Society to help monitor and track down the court policemen, organ transport surgeons, organ brokers, and the CCP officials at all levels who have participated in organ harvesting of Falun Gong petitioners. Please collect information on these people and directly send to them. We call on all state governments organizations, and people around the world to track down and stop the communist regime's crimes against humanity and hold the communists accountable for persecution of Falun Gong. We hereby warn those who have participated or are still participating in the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners, all participants in this crime will be held responsible. So that is the that is a letter that just recently came out. So they've been tirelessly working and, 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 and I take my hat off to these people, Doctors Against Force Organ Harvesting Robert, and as Susan pointed out to you, because uh this is a new kind of evil and you know, while the world is distracted by yes, the ISIS, which is a terrible serious threat to our humanity as well, this has been going on on a large scale for 16 plus years, and it must be exposed. And that's why I'm grateful to come on your show, Robert. And, and a man like you shows me how much of how, how much integrity and how much character you have. Because you know, you know, Robert. Quite honestly, I have I have I have reached out to so many people, so many of the mainstream media, so many of the block talk radio shows, so many of the other radio shows, and very few have come back to me. So I'm grateful to, for you, my friend. I'm very grateful, and I want everybody to oh, know. Oh, that a man like yourself has heart, has integrity, and has sincerity. And and God bless you, really. Thank you for allowing me to come on and share.
2: Well, I appreciate it. We definitely want to uh, hear more about it. The doctor and the other gentleman from Canada, if we ever get an opening for them uh, to come on and discuss the topic again, you know, again, of course, uh, you all will be welcome to to come back and give some updates or, or give their perspectives and the knowledge that they have to share with us. So we'll definitely, you know, once they have their schedules open up, uh, they'll be welcome to come on as well. And, of course, you could be with them. And so let's go ahead and bring Kelly in and so he could give our thoughts. And then I do have an article that I referred to earlier uh, that I'll probably go ahead and just uh, read from that uh, just to give you an idea of some personal accounts uh, that were uh, in the article that uh, I'll read from and then, it does look like it's gotten some congressional uh notice because there you know was a couple who went a couple i believe congressmen uh republicans who you know at least went to the oh what was that the article I'm trying to find it here uh that we were discussing earlier I'm flipping through things to be honest uh yeah, when they went to the that forum uh, and I'll read uh, the article uh, with the forum we mentioned earlier. The International Human Rights for Human National Human Rights Day, uh, the forum out on Capitol Hill uh, to talk about this, and so uh, we'll read from that shortly. But first, let's go ahead and get Kelly back in. Our Kelly and Kelly, thank you very much for coming to the show. How are you? Hey, I'm doing
4: all right. I'm um, well right now. I'm rather shocked. I'm glad you brought this guest on tonight. And hello, sir. Um, Hi, Kelly. You have a very nice uh, voice, in a sense, a voice of peace. From and I, I actually wish you'd uh, speak a little bit louder, as I'm having to hold my phone up to my ear. Um, yeah, it's 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 um, oh gosh, where do I start? Well, well actually I actually want to know a little bit more about about our guest because he speaks very well uh, in his English, and um, at the same time, uh, I can tell you have some Asian in your voice. Um, were you raised in America or China or?
0: I was. I was raised. I was actually raised in uh, South Africa. Oh, and South then Africa. I
5: came,
0: okay. Yes, yeah, and then I came to this beautiful country of the United States in 1995.
4: Okay, yeah, because I can hear your, uh, you know, the British accent, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, okay, so you've been in the in the country for a long time. Obviously, you can read Chinese and and uh, speak. Um, Do you speak Chinese?
0: I don't. I, I speak a little Chinese. I can't read Chinese. I think Paul, uh, the, the the man in the chat room, would probably be better fluent in that. And and uh, you know, but you know, I don't I don't speak uh, Chinese. But I have learned about the Chinese culture through studying the Falun Gong uh, spiritual movement. And um, but I, uh, I you know I, I'm so happy to have moved from South Africa after what we went through with the apartheid regime. And then come to America and have been allowed to have freedom, and the, the freedom to, to to speak my 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 uh, my uh, my, uh, my voice and speak, you, know, see, you know read whatever one I want, I want to read on the internet, and, and and be embraced by the American values and the American Constitution. So I'm very grateful to be in America.
4: Oh yeah, uh, well, yeah. Well, welcome. I'm I'm really glad you're here. Um, so Falun Gong, I've, I've never... There's a lot of new things for me, okay? And um, I guess, I wonder, well, obviously Falun Gong is a, a, is a religion of peace, but the communists, they just hate any reference to God because, according to them, the state is God. And so I'm sure Christians as well as Falun Gong followers are persecuted there. Okay. And... um. I, I would I would suppose that Falun Gong is exposing this tyranny going on I mean it's more than tyranny it's murder mm-hmm. um is that one of the reasons why there's so much persecution against the, the Falun Gong folk or?
0: Uh, absolutely in in well you know that's a great question in 1992 uh Mr. Li Su as a genuine humble qigong teacher uh, or teacher of uh, of ancient energy and holistic um uh, mind and body practice Many, 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 uh, one of thousands and hundreds of thousands in China um, came out uh, and he introduced Falun Gong to the general public. And um, it, Falun Gong is much more, it's considered a religion, but it really isn't. It's much more of a spiritual mind and body practice, very an organic type of Chinese yoga, as you would say. It incorporates, uh-huh. five, it incorporates five exercises and meditation, but the founding and deep philosophy. Is emphasised on the moral character. You can always tell a righteous religion or a righteous practice by how its people conduct themselves. For example, as Christians, as Jews, as Catholics, conduct themselves in an upright moral way. That they won't they won't kill anybody. The, for the first thing, the first commandment: do not kill. Don't don't covet your your, your, your neighbor's wife. Don't steal. Now we're not, we're not we're not we're not saints here, but we live by a principle and a moral code of you know trying to be more truthful and compassionate and tolerant. And Falun Gong works at the same principle. It has a, it shares the same universal values and principles of Christianity and Judaism
4: and oh, so So the government there might view Falun Gong as, as a and, and I'm sorry if I mispronounce it might view uh, Falun Gong as a religion that it kind of believes in God but it's spiritual and so they Impute, if I could use that word, they they impute somewhat the values of Christianity upon Falun Gong, and then they they persecute. Um, Is there an awful lot of Falun Gong people having their organs
5: harvested?
0: Absolutely. Um, They don't. I don't think they 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 impute uh, uh, Christianity onto Falun Gong. Christianity has also been labeled as a cult and a sinister terrorist group in China. And they've been they've been heavily suppressed the house christians the the uigur muslims as well in china have been harvested for their organs but the reason why falun gong became the largest and most seriously targeted group is because it became the largest group in china between 1992 and 1998 um, one out of every 12 chinese national citizens were practicing falun gong so by 1998 government estimates were arranging around 70 to 100 million falun gong practitioners were practicing there was 30 million more people than what was in the communist membership and so jung zemin the head of the communist regime at the time he was incredibly jealous and hateful that he couldn't control that kind of that amount of people um, in his own ideology, and he was scared and jealous that Falun Gong was overshadowing his own legacy. So he just completely outlawed Falun Gong, slandered it, and used, you know, mass amounts of, of misappropriated funds and the military police, the secret police, to destroy Falun Gong, eradicate Falun Gong, beat Falun Gong to death, and then take the send them to death camps and kill them for their organs, and. um... Uh, Because Falun Gong, you know, not only are they incredibly healthy, it became the opiate of the Chinese people because within four or five months of practicing the Falun Gong exercises, you would see people come heal from leukemia, tuberculosis, Bavarian cancer. Uh, After 40 years of of, of sitting in a wheelchair, they would be walking again. So, you know, just out of these, because the exercises are so powerful, and I think that just a faith in, in more of a spiritual harmony um, but yet the persecution continues to this day As well as with the, the house Christians And Catholics And uh, and even Tibetans It's very, very it's, it's incredibly sad It's incredibly shocking But yeah, the Christians in, in, in the Falun Gong Are in the same boat absolutely In terms of being persecuted and killed and, and, and I believe house Christians Have also been harvested for their organs as well
4: Wow, this is really shocking I, I just, I have Pardon my ignorance, I just had no idea I've been busy with what's going on in America i got one last question for you And again, I appreciate you coming And Robert um, Yeah, Robert is this kind of character He's got good character to him um, Would you consider that the, In America Okay Would you consider that the Islamic jihadist Threat Is a distraction in America Distracting us From communist China
0: Absolutely, that is the biggest distraction of all. Exactly, and that is exactly what the communist regime wants. They are they, we, America is playing right into the communist regime's hand. Kelly, what you just, what your question nailed it, nailed it, because that's exactly what communist China wants: distraction of these of this of this of this crap on the mattress. This little, this little, you know, I mean, this terrorist group. Yes, it a, is a, it's a threat. But that's exactly what communist China wants. It wants the destruction of this Islamic terrorist group from what it's about to do or what it's wanting to do to America, to destroy America, to rob America blind. And even with the Rockefellers, even Rockefeller said it, even the royals, the the, the Rothschilds, when you look back in history, they all emanated, they all backed the communist regime under Mao. Uh, And they they didn't create it, they backed it. But well, the thing
4: there, is, yeah, there, there's been research that's come out that um, the same people, I, I really call them globalists, you know, with the Rockefellers, et cetera, the Rothschilds, um, funding Stalin to get up and take over Russia and the Bolshevik revolutions. And, of course, you know, they murdered 20 million people.
0: Right. Um,
4: and this whole communism thing is really... Um, it's just an excuse for control, and then people get jealous when another, you know, like uh, Falun Gong is more popular, and it's, you know, uh, these kings, these communist kings are killing people. Um, that's it, The funding here, it's, it's darker than just the idea of communism. The communism is just an excuse to play upon people's prejudices, to prey upon people's... Um, Envy of wealth, if you will and, and what have you To get them motivated to take over You know, like Castro is another example of this But there's a root that's a lot more um, Sinister, a lot more deeper that, that fuels communism, if you will That's just my take on it And it, I wonder if you could take some time if, if you know of any type Of While America's being distracted what is What is Communist China planning.
0: Well, this is a very... I wanted to share with you guys. um, The Epoch Times newspaper uh, published the nine commentaries on the Communist Party. The nine commentaries on the Communist Party. This series of articles, for the first time, systematically exposed the origin, the history, and the nature of the Communist Party, particularly the Chinese Communist Party's despotic history of violence and lies. So when the nine commentaries first spread... In two thousand and four i believe um, it has law, it has physically literally dismantled the communist regime in 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 so many ways and if people really would like to if, if they are avid readers and they want to know what's really going on behind the red veil, the nine commentaries is an incredible read after reading the nine commentaries uh, uh, actually many people were shocked by how they have been deceived by the communist regime for so long. And they felt so deeply ashamed, especially the Chinese people, everybody, uh, of being affiliated with the communist regime that they started to renounce their memberships in the communist regime and and up to, what, um, uh, 87,000 riots each each and every year continuing in China and increasing more and more. China's going through a
5: huge,
0: huge, huge uh, change right now. And um, what's actually going on, which is great for us as as Americans and, and people of the free world, (coughs) <coughs> Excuse me. Is that the as we are seeing in real terms and in real time, especially a couple of months ago with the Chinese economy, the collapse of the communist regime as we know it, and um, as uh, the nine commentaries that I just like to share with you guys, as the nine commentaries points out, China's ruling structure has both a government system and a party system. The party system is attached to and sits above the government system and permeates into every corner of society disintegration of the party system will not cause the collapse of the government system on the contrary the end of communism in china will also bring an end to most if not all of the social and economic problems in china as well as problems with the u.s and china relations in reality the Chinese Communist Party's all-pervasive political control has so deeply branded the current Chinese culture and the Chinese mindset that even the criteria with which the Chinese people judge the Communist Party have the mark of the Communist Party or have even come from the Communist Party. If in the past the Communist-controlled people uh, the communists, the, the communists uh, control people by selling its elements into them, and the Communist Party has now come to harvest what it has sowed, since those things instilled in people's minds have been digested and absorbed into their very selves. People think according to the communist regime's logic and put themselves in the Communist Party's shoes in judging what is right and what is wrong. Regarding the Communist Party's killing of student protests on uh, June 4th, 1989, Some people said, if I were Deng Xiaoping, I too would quell the protests and kill people with tanks. In the persecution of Falun Gong, some people are saying, if I were Jiang Zemin, I too would eliminate Falun Gong. About the ban on free speech, some people are saying, if I were the communist regime, I would do the same. Truth and conscience have vanished, leaving only the communist party's logic. This has been one of the most vilest and most ruthless ways used by the communist regime due to its unscrupulous nature. As long as the moral toxins instilled by the communist regime remain in the people's minds, the communist regime can continue to gain energy and sustain its iniquitous life. So I just wanted to read that from the nine commentaries, but it's an incredible publication that will share insight into what the communist regime is and how the communist regime is on its way out. I mean, it's on the verge of complete collapse. Thank Wow. Yeah.
3: Well,
2: we two things. Uh, one, Paul in the chat, uh, you know, says that it def- absolutely amazes me how little Americans know about China and shocking that they care, uh, could care less about their ignorance. And, and I think there's uh, some validity and truth in that. And also uh, he states that uh, he, he believes that there's no way in hell uh, the commies are going to collapse. Uh, in the states if an election were held tomorrow – It would be a best 50-50 bet that the commies would lose, but personally, he thinks that uh, they would win. Um, So let's go ahead and ask you what your comments on uh, those statements from Paul are for you, uh, Mitch, and then we'll go ahead and bring in uh, Susan. And then I've got I'll read uh, from that article that i from there. Uh, Go ahead, Mitchell.
0: Yeah, it's very. I I understand Paul's uh, understanding. It's very difficult right now to see the collapse of the communist regime, but it is imminent, and it's it's in the near future. I mean, particularly with the communist-controlled economy, that has collapsed already. Uh, There's a a 3 leg structure in China, the social, political, and economic. The social has collapsed. No one, no one in China believes in the communist regime anymore. They despise it, they hate it, and they withdrawing and writing against it constantly every single day. Politically, the factions are growing more and more intense. The divide is becoming more and more intense. And that signals an imminent collapse on the political side of it, because you have different factions now fighting for control of power. And it's not the triads, it's actually the state. And the third is the, is the economic. And you've just seen with the Shanghai Index how the... the, the, and, and, the and, and, and the composite and the uh, and, and, and the economy just a couple of three... but maybe two, two or three months ago, how the communist regime's economy, uh, uh, the stock market, collapsed. And look at just the, uh, the manufacturing. I mean, it, 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 it's flat. I mean, it, it's, it also has, has, has basically collapsed. But we cannot see that yet. But what I just say to Paul... Just hold on, my brother. Hold on, just a little couple of more, couple of more, more. more uh, uh, maybe a year. Give it a couple of more years, uh, six months to a year, and you're going to see. Mark my words, the communist regime will collapse, but China will not collapse. The Chinese people will not collapse. There's going to be a whole new democratic China coming in, a whole new freedom, free China coming in. There's actually a whole new uh, 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 government, a democratic government outside of China, waiting to come into China that has been coordinated, mm-hmm. uh, also through the, the, the efforts of Hong Kong and the efforts of Taiwan. But as far as the right. CCP, China's Communist Party, that is done for. And that, but, but again, uh, people
4: yeah, can want... I, can I ask you a quick question?
0: Sure. Um,
4: can you describe the basic The basics of the Chinese government: Do they have a parliament? Do they have communists? But they have a parliament. What's their system?
0: It's a complete, it's a party system Um, from the top, the top of the Politburo to the bottom. A communist style system is a a complete totalitarian regime. Central committee, everything is controlled, everything is dictated, everything is uh, is 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 is, uh, decided based on a central committee. So it's basically a totalitarian gangster regime. And under the communist regime, between now, since 1949 until now, up to between 16 and 18 million lives have been lost. The nine commentaries, Kelly, if you really, really would like to learn about it, and Paul as well, the nine commentaries shed great light into what the communist regime is about. It's a very intricate, detailed system, but it is a totalitarian system, and it's an abnormal system that has led to countless deaths. I mean, between 60 and 80 million deaths, Mao Zedong wiped out 40 million people, and also under the communist regime, it has decimated up to 5,000 years of Chinese culture. So it is an evil regime and a system that is so evil and is so despotic and is so demonic that uh, it it has to collapse. I mean, that kind of evil, it's like Sharia law. It's like like, uh, ISIS. You cannot have this kind of evil in this world Uh, uh, Can you imagine an ISIS caliphate uh, uh, running our country? I mean, can you imagine? I mean, can you you imagine the the bloodshed and the disaster and the enslavement of women and the destruction? You cannot have that kind of evil. So the communist regime and ISIS, those kind of regimes, they must fall. They must fall, and they will fall. Um, Sharing uh, 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 more about how intricate and detailed the system is, I would I would suggest reading the, communi- the nine commentaries on the Communist Party because that is very intricate for me to, to to tell you on this uh, on, uh, today to, uh, on uh, on the show today.
4: Well, as, as a historical note, Stalin's communist Russia only lasted sixty nine years.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: So there's a life expectancy, if you will.
0: Exactly. Exactly, hundred percent. Because this kind of evil cannot exist. It cannot. I mean, it's, it cannot. It's an abnormal society. China's in an abnormal society. There's no morals, no ethics, no freedom, um, no religious freedom, no uh, spiritual freedom, no uh, woman's rights. I mean, the one-child policy. They have said that they have uh, um, uh, modified. I mean, what a bunch of nonsense! What? It's still tyrannical. It's still mandated. I mean, who? Who? who how can you mandate? uh how many children are you are allowed to have based on the state i mean it's it's mm-hmm. ridiculous I mean, it's, it's ridiculous so um and, and 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 honestly the question is what would china do without the communist regime uh this mode of thinking fits precisely the communist regime's aim of having people reason by its own logic you see so you know when china came through her 5000 years of history of civilization without the ccp and indeed no country in the world would stop social advancement because of the fall of a particular regime Uh, But after after decades of the Communist Communist Party's rule, however, people no longer recognize this fact. The Communist regime's prolonged propaganda has trained people to think on the party as their mother. The omnipresent Communist Party politics have rendered people unable to conceive conceive of living without the Communist regime. So, um, you know, China's economic growth, everybody, has mainly enriched party officials and the elite while the vast majority of the people's population has not gained much from it at all. China sounds like what's
2: going, starting to happen here. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, with the um, with the current movement to spread the nine countries and encourage people to withdraw from the communist regime is a peaceful approach for China to move away from communism, uh, and it is making the Chinese people ideologically and spiritually ready for a new free China, it will also disintegrate the party culture and lead people on a path to revive authentic Chinese culture. Um, now, back to Paul's point uh, you know, in the chat room, the dissolution of the Communist Party is, is, is historically inevitable. It is only a matter of time, my friend. For a country as large as China, the main force of change has to come from within. And that is exactly mm-hmm. what is happening right now. So if the U.S. doesn't want to miss this historic moment and would like to become an ally of the Chinese people in the future, free China, the U.S. and the world needs to support those who are quitting the communist regime and encourage the free free flow of information into China with funds and supports in terms of both...
5: You just actually
2: answered my next question for you. (laughs) Okay, good, good. What would the the U.S.-Chinese relations look like? Uh, without it being, you know, the, the communists being in charge,
0: it will be amazing. It will be really be amazing. It will be phenomenal. I mean, uh, it, it will be self-sustaining. It will be harmonious. Uh, it will be. It will be amazing. It will really be amazing. And it will actually, without the communist regime, it will help U.S.-China relations and put them on a whole other light. Um, so, uh, yeah, that will happen. That has to happen. Um, it's only a matter of time. It's inevitable. So
2: then again, then Maybe we can start getting things accomplished in this world instead of spending all of our time and resources trying to uh, defend ourselves and kill each other.
0: Exactly, exactly. And, and like I said, you know, I've been an international human rights uh, activist for a long time. I'm not here to get involved in too much politics. You know, I can't you know, I I, I can't you know, I snap my fingers and the communist regime collapses. I wish that would happen. But it will, it's only a matter of time. But, uh, like I said, I'm glad I can be on the show to share about the Falun Gong because, I mean, everything in China that has uh, uh, been going on has been tied to the Falun Gong and the persecution of the Falun Gong. And when people really realize what is going on with this particular spiritual group, Robert, People will be left solstered and, and numb to how this has gone on under their radar for 16 years, and no one has done anything about it. The media mm-hmm. has been bought out, the governments have been bought out, special interest groups have been bought out. I mean, you don't see it on Bill O'Reilly, you don't see it on CNBC, you don't see it on any of them, Anderson Cooper, you don't see it on any of these. Uh, people. They haven't covered anybody. I went on John J.B. Uh, J., uh, J. Wells' uh, Caravan to Midnight the other day, and I went to the, on a pizza and telly show, and they never heard about this stuff. I want to get on the Hagman and Hagman report. They haven't heard about it. Because we've been so distracted by the ISIS, but I can tell you the same reactions I get from you guys is like, "Oh my God, I've never heard about this! This is, this is unbelievable! This is absurd!" Like when I, you know, with Susan when she came to understand, she couldn't believe it. She was absurd. It was she was she was shocked. So again, thank you for allowing me to come and share with you. you know?
2: All right, welcome, and since folks here, yeah, and the person who is you know right in center stage, or, you know, right there in center stage, of course, when we talk about the at least elections here. In the United States is Donald Trump, and that's why you know he's the one you know talking about China. And not not a lot of specifics, but he is at least bringing you know bringing it up, uh, bringing it to the conversation. So if we want to bring this information to uh, Donald Trump, so that perhaps you know, we can start hearing things uh, about this coming out of his mouth, who knows? Uh, the number to call him his campaign is six four six seven three six one seven seven nine. So I'd put that uh, phone number out and uh, also call yourself and also get other folks uh, to call, and that uh, would be uh, another resource for you to tr- try to get a hold of uh, that campaign. Uh, with The folks that you know mentioned um, will really try to get a hold of Trump, and perhaps uh, someone through his campaign uh, can relay the information. Perhaps they can do some research and, and he could talk more about that. We also have uh, the general election. I think uh, more and more of that. He may very well be a nominee. I mean, I've I looked all over the place, and it seems like he's got a, a lot of support. We'll see. Um, but uh, it's, it's very interesting, especially since he's not really a politician here, uh, which you know, does, at least for me, lend some excitement. But let's go ahead and get Susan back in. And then, but first, Susan, real quick, uh, I do have to do a programming note. And uh, I mentioned about the Patriot Journalist Network, and so let's go ahead and hear from them.
5: You're not just listening to a show, you're part of the powerful voice of the conservative conversation on Blog Talk Radio. Nothing worthwhile has ever been accomplished without teamwork. PJNet invites you to help make a difference by adding your voice to the team grassroots conservatives working together to take our country back. To
1: find out more, check out the PJNet hashtag and visit our website at patriotjournalist.com. Let PJ Net add our
4: muscle to your hustle.
2: Just check out the Patriot Journalist Network by going to www.patriotjournalist.com. So let's go ahead and uh, bring you in, Susan. And then I'm going to go ahead and uh, read the article I mentioned earlier uh, about um, what's going on there on the Hill. Go ahead, uh, Susan.
3: Okay. In my blog article, I... Um... But in 2002, one young lady was a prisoner. A practitioner of Falun Gong had her organs taken out of her, and she knew what was happening. She yelled, "Ah, oh, you killed me!" One individual, they carved out her heart, her kidneys, and cut her cardiac veins. Um, they before that had happened, she was tortured and raped for about a week. This happens more than you think. Um, there has been sexual torture, including the stripping of 18 women of their clothes forcing them into the jail cells of male criminal offenders to be gang-raped. Some women have been subjected to forced late-term abortions. Many so-called policemen in China have exhibited the most base and inexcusable behavior. One said, don't you say you practice tolerance? I will see if you can tolerate when I rape you. They have ripped off clothes in public, shocked us with electric batons. Iron wire has been used to pierce our nipples. They have sexually violated our bodies using eggplants, toothbrushes, and plastic water bottles. In one female labor camp located in Jilin, J-I-L-I-N, province, the police inserted hot pepper powder into their vagina in order to force them to give up their bleeding practice practice of Falun Dafa. That's also what it's called. They have forced electric stem batons into the female practitioner's vaginas to torture and shock them. And, and and yet the world stays quiet about this. Our media stays quiet about it. It really upsets me that they do not talk about this. So, well, so I, well, wanted it, to, I wanted to just read that to you because it just makes me ill. Even writing about it made me ill. And
2: here's the That's article it. that, you know, they're, they're, yeah, there, there's some talk out there. And here's an article to show that that I found. And this was an article at the Epoch Times by Gary Froberg. And it looks like uh, that it was written uh, on December 13th, uh, updated on the 15th. It looks like it, it is here on the 30th where I got it. It's, the article says Capitol Hill Forum discusses persecution and torture of Gong demise of the CCP. It says, Washington, December 10th, was the 65th anniversary of International Human Rights Day, the day set aside by the United Nations to commemorate the signing of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. A forum focused on China was held on Capitol Hill to mark the occasion. The forum covered two topics, the persecution of Xi Gong and the many hopeful signs that the Chinese Communist Party's collapse is inevitable as the party's grip on the Chinese people weakened. The persecution of Falun Gong began in 1999. Practitioners of Falun Gong, also known as Falun Adafa, performed five sets of meditative exercises and followed the principles of truthfulness, compassion, and tolerance in their daily lives. The practice became very popular in China, with between 70 and 100 million adherents in 1999, according to official state and Falun Gong sources. Former Chinese Communist Party leader Zhang Zemin feared the practice's popularity and on July 20, 1999, initiated the persecution, seeking to eradicate Falun Gong. Students of the persecution, who today live in Washington, Washington, D.C., Mr. Paulian area, described the torture and abuse they and their families endured in China. The individuals who spoke at the forum were unique in their experiences, but some common threads run through their experiences. Several had held high-level positions in Chinese society. Liu Jingyang, for example, was the deputy mayor of Hez City, Shandong Province, in 1985. In 1988, she was the deputy chief engineer and commissioner of textile industry office in Shandong Province. Because she practiced Falun Gong, which she said cured her diseases and bad temper, she was arrested five times, and her home was ransacked three times. She was forced into slave labor, and her life was in danger in a brainwashing class. There was also Dr. Zhang Luyai. Study in medical school was interrupted for almost three years because she practiced Falun Gong. At her job, she was constantly harassed because people knew she was a Falun long Gong practitioner. Lee said she was severely tortured physically and mentally at a local brainwashing center and thought she was going to die. She escaped to America in 2004 and currently is a research analyst at a prominent Fortune 100's fastest-growing company. Mao chun from Mumbai province and if I'm saying these provinces correctly, I apologize, was abducted for security four times and then sent to a labor camp twice. She was tortured by electric shock batons, beatings, being suspended by handcuffs. The deathbed, which is all four limbs are stretched out to the four corners of an icy, cold metal bed, for three days, brutally forced feeding and ejected with poisonous drugs. Authorities forced her husband to divorce her, and she lost custody of her son and ownership of the family business. Jing Yu resided near Beijing and was the director of a daycare center that had 200 employees. She was tortured in various ways, including round-the-clock beatings for three days by four policemen in a detention center because she refused to give out the names of her fellow practitioners. Wang Xudong was a deputy manager, general manager, in a real estate development company. Because he practiced Falun Gong, he was arrested four times. As he tried to escape his kidnappers, he jumped out of a building, causing permanent injuries to his ankles and a uh, commuted fracture of the lumbar spine. Three sisters testified at the hearing. Wang Chirong, Wang Chunying, and Wang Chuyang were successful people. They were employed, respectively, as a CEO of an accounting firm, nurse supervisor, and entrepreneur. The youngest, Wang Chunyan, spent seven years in jail and then escaped to Thailand, waiting there for two and a half years and arrived in the United States just one month ago. The prosecution continues in the year 2015. From January through June, 393 Gong practitioners have been tried, in quotes, in Chinese courts, these were nothing more than show trials with trumped-up charges and guilty verdicts—a foregone conclusion, according to Hu and that's M-I-N-G-H-U-I dot org. Of the 393, 110 were tortured in custody, and at least 206 had their homes ransacked. The average sentence of 383 cases was four years, with most going to prison. The data Minghui could call likely underestimated the full extent of the abuse, and the and it goes further. So I'll go down, and, and what I'll do is I'll uh, post the link to the article on the Bards Logic Political Talk page on Facebook, and so you'll be able to access it there. Uh, but as well, I said, you know, and it's going to, real quick, and then I'll, I'll get you in. And uh, but the two of the, as I mentioned earlier, there are two congressmen. One was Dana or Congresspersons. Uh Dana Dana Rohebacher, a Republican from California, uh was there and also the Congressman Ted Poe from Texas that says Robacher said, Feelong gong practitioners help America know what is really happening in China and show a better way by standing for the good people and opposing the evil force practitioners tell the American people what we should do as a nation. And go ahead, uh, Mitchell.
0: Yeah, no, I love, I love. Thank you for, for that wonderful sharing that you just uh, uh, graced us with. I can share with you also that I have been uh, received. I have to, sit, I've had to sit down with the Federal Bureau of Investigation in early of 2005 because there were death threats uh, on my phone. I was working in a restaurant and I was called seven times by a communist official from Beijing, and uh, there was an international Western relay uh, interpreter who was in the middle of our conversation, said, do you accept the uh, the call? I said, sure. I took it. I went into my car with my cell phone, and he continued to say to me that I'm going to relay this chat from Beijing, China. And the official, uh, I heard very sour, uh, uh, soft voice, was saying to me, you know, uh, Mitchell, Mitchell, he, was, he was interpreting Mitchell Nicholas Gerber, you are a great, great threat to our nation of China. Uh, if you continue to do uh, more uh, uh, exposure of, of, the, of, of the Falun Gong, we're going to kill more Falun Gong petitioners, and we're going to come after you. And I said to him, I said, please relay this back to you or this official, that until every Falun Gong petitioner is released from detention centers, labor camps, prisons, we will, I will continue to expose you. I'm not against the, uh, the, the Chinese government. I'm against what your government is doing to the Falun Gong and that, that, that a couple of days later my my uh, my car was was broken into um a, a couple of falun gong petitioners from china their houses were broken into and they were beaten and um ching yung lin who was a consul general at the australian embassy he uh defected and exposed that he ran a spy network of about three thousand spies and not only him but there were also high-ranking officials from the communist regime that they've that, that defected and, and shared the same thing. And then I had to sit down with the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Uh, i would been monitored by the FBI. I'm still monitored by the FBI. So I was involved in an assassination attempt in South Africa where there were masked gunmen um, that w- went after our car and, sh- and, and tried to shoot us, um, shot the driver in the foot, and we had to sh- take the driver to the, to the hospital because we were going to serve papers to Boshi lie. He was the former uh, minister of the, one of the one of the evil perpetrators of the communist regime, a big-time perpetrator in uh, the Falun Gong, and he was also the one that was in, in, in association with the body exhibition that tours around the United States and Europe, showing off these big these, these cadavers, these Chinese cadavers, which were a lot of them were Falun Gong practitioners, and they made a fortune off this. Taking the bodies of unconsented, following on petitioners, stripping them without any consent, all papers, and um, taking you know all the, all the organs, or just the body, and just giving it to the body exhibitions. And we went to serving papers in South Africa. And on the way, he uh, four or five gun, uh, gun, uh, masked gunmen opened fire on the car, and um, he set this up. So. Uh, you know, I've been involved in some terrible uh, circumstances uh, as well. The communist regime will go to no, will stop at nothing to, to to destroy all evidence and to demonize and bully people, send death threats to mayors. I mean, for a communist regime to send death threats to elected officials in the United States of America and to into American residents residents is absolutely shocking so I went on my campaign I went to with the federal bureau of investigation local police departments I was interviewed with many by, by, by many uh, um uh, police uh, many uh, newspapers at that time and so it's all on record in 2004 2005 so uh this, this This is what this gangster scoundrel regime will go to 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 demonize and to cover up and to bully us to try and stop and we will not stop it's like isis they they will do whatever they can do to die and destroy the American spirit, and we will not stop we will not cower and we will not uh stop uh, uh we will continue exposing this evil and until every following on petition is out until every uh isis is brought to justice until every communist regime is brought to justice we will continue our efforts and i and i have dedicated my life uh, uh ladies and gentlemen for 14 years of my life exposing this atrocity that will soon soul stir the uh, american public and the world's public and i'm nobody i'm just an an ordinary guy okay I'm i'm a poor white man come from a jewish family in living in america trying to make ends meet every day following the american constitution and trying to abide by the american way of life and that is what i'm trying to do but when i heard about the falun gong and the persecution against it regardless of what religion you believe in you are a human being with a human body stand for it and that's why i take my hat off to susan who went out on a limb didn't have to she didn't have to she's got many things well she's she's, she's got she's got she's got her whole life taken care of you know she went on a limb, she put it on her blog, and, and you too, Robert. There's so many things going on, but for you to, to allow me to come on, for Susan to share that blog, it's amazing. So thank you very much. I appreciate it again.
2: Hey, welcome. And hopefully, as I said, folks, if uh, you can give that phone number to the Trump campaign, because he talks uh is kind of in the forefront and as the, you know, pretty much the front runner of the Republican uh, campaign, and also maybe even of the campaigns i know he's uh, getting close uh to in the polls uh with Hillary Clinton too so perhaps uh people give uh his campaign a call 346 736 1779 uh that would be uh the number to contact them perhaps uh, one day on tv we will be hearing uh Donald Trump hopefully soon through this uh campaign uh talking about what's going on over there uh with the forced live organ harvesting uh, and bring that up uh, about what's going on there as well uh, So if you're out there listening live Or if you're out there listening uh, to the archives uh, Give that number a call 646-736-1779 And talk to somebody from the Trump campaign And tell him more about this the subject This going be something else that uh, he can campaign on And show us more about China uh, to the American people I think uh, that would uh, do well uh, for his campaign as well, and so also put more attention to what's going on over there. And so I think uh, that would be a good idea uh, to do that. Now, one of the things uh, that's, and I see it's the uh, bottom of the, in, into the second hour already, and uh, for those who have not called in yet, it uh, looks like that if you don't call in within the next uh, 30 minutes, uh, you'll miss the extended period. We'll see how long we go into the extended period tonight. Uh, but give us a call. This is our number: at three four seven nine four five seven four two eight. Do you see those who have called in? Just push the one on your number dial, and then we will uh, get you into the show. Now, one of the things that you know I heard about and this might be, uh, you know, either just conspiracy theory or, or something. What other uh, folks are talking? But I was reading another article uh that didn't put quite a uh a positive light on uh Gong. And there were some mentions about I think it was one of their leaders uh talking about how uh kind of linking Falun Gong with uh extraterrestrials or, or aliens things of that nature. Uh what what can you tell us about that?
0: Yeah, I'm sure but, that's a that that's a communist propaganda. Yeah, they they've they've you know with 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 all this um I share with people that when you when you read the the books of Falun Gong um you know compared to what you what what what, what uh, articles have come out they label Falun Gong as a cult a demonized cult spiritual a a a a terrorist group and I'm like what is what 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 is this 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 this, this thing that the communist regime has so twisted about Falun Gong, where Falun Gong only teaches a morality, it teaches a kindness, to teach people how to be better and do good. It's nothing, there's nothing about aliens. Um, Mr. Lee was talking about aliens, how there has been alien encounters, I feel. But hasn't that been already established by NASA? I mean, hasn't the, the American government established that with Area 51 and, and all this kind of stuff that, that has come out on, on, on coast to coast? And I mean, I think uh, aliens have uh, aliens have already been debunked or classified. But um, there was a reporter that was asking him something like that. But as far as Falun Gong, it has nothing to do with aliens and this and that and rituals. Or you know, I I I, I I've, I've never participated in something like that. I mean, this is not like Scientology where you lock yourself up in a room or the raelians where you buy you know you buy to a I, 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 you know I, I, I don't know or commit suicide. Falun Gong teaches you to be truthful. It teaches you to be compassionate. It teaches you to be tolerant and to look within. And if you have caused a problem with somebody, if you've disrespected somebody, you look within and say, hey, listen, you know what? What should I do better? How should I correct myself? Consider other people. How would I uh, uh, correct the situation in business? Don't take from people. Don't harm people. But, you know, the communist regime, like I said, uh, Robert, and, and everybody else, that that will goes to such an extent. They have written articles. They have written put websites to demonize Falun Gong, demonize Li Sir as a cult leader, as you know the second coming of Jesus and all this nonsense. It's it's ridiculous. He's a humble man. He does you know. Okay. And if you read his books, it's got nothing to do with that. So okay. I mean, it's, I don't know. Anyway.
2: <laughs> Was that? Susan, were you saying something for the show or in the background?
3: Oh, Robert. Yes. Um. Yeah. Um. Paul is here. If you want to talk to him. Uh, Who is there? Paul.
2: Oh, sure. Uh, Yeah. Then is he on the line or is he with you?
3: He's he's using my phone.
2: Oh, he's using your phone. Okay. Well, he's got the same as you do. Called in. And I didn't know whether that was uh, him or someone else uh, from the uh, Idaho area. But go ahead, Paul, are so you going to use your phone? Go ahead.
6: Well, no, I just thought if you wanted to ask me a question or if Mitch wanted to ask me a question, that I'd give you that chance on Susan's phone.
2: Oh, right, cool. Oh, there you go. Well, you, well, you definitely, you know, you, you spent 12 years in China. And so, you know, tell us how things were there, and then we can open it up for, uh, for Mitch, I said, to give you some questions and also Kelly. We've got Kelly on the line. We bring him back in. Uh, So let's go ahead and do it that way, is that uh, I'll hold off on my question. So let's go ahead and bring it over to you, Mitch, and then over to Kelly, and then uh, we can bring things back around. Go ahead, uh, Mitch.
6: Do you want uh, me to? Go ahead, Paul. Go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to tell everybody that's listening that I disagree with you on the imminent fall of the the Communist Party. I do think they'll fall, but I don't think we're going to see it in our lifetime. However, every single thing you've said, other thing that you've said, is absolutely true. I lived there for 12 years continuously, and I lived in the hinterlands, and absolutely the gospel truth what you're telling them.
0: Well, thank you, Paul. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. It's been... It's been tough. It's been tough for 14 years trying to get the truth out and especially, you know, trying to safeguard and defend such an innocent spiritual practice like Falun Gong that just just teaches people to be good and just to, you know, and it's, it's very unfortunate. But God bless you, Paul. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I really appreciate it. Thank you.
6: You know, it's my pleasure, Mitch, because I've been having this battle for 12 years from China, right from China, and nobody listens. Nobody listens. It's 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 shocking how little Americans know about China, and it's even more shocking how little they care to know. And you are right. China is the unseen enemy. They are going to be our downfall, not the jihadis. Yes,
0: sir. Yes, sir. Have you heard, and allow and, and me to ask you: Have you heard about the Falun Gong?
6: Um, yeah, I I know more about the Falun Gong than I actually told Susan. Okay. Are you familiar with the town of chi ha That's a notorious uh, anti-Falun Gong hotbed.
0: Yes, unfortunately. And, 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 yes, absolutely. And Heilongjiang province as well, where there's been a lot of harvesting of organs with the
6: Falun Gong. It, yes. Exactly. I had a, a, a friend of mine, a Chinese friend of mine, was um, into the Falun Gong. Mm-hmm. And I had a nice camera at the time, so she invited me one time to come to a Falun Gong meeting way out in the countryside with my camera and I politely informed her that I support your movement, but I have no desire to be a martyr, so I'm going to have to say no thank you. Mm -hmm. I offered to let her use my camera, though. Yes.
0: It's unbelievable. I mean, the courage of the Falun Gong in China, I mean, they have been subjected to such brutal persecution and to just be sent to death camps and killed for their organs. I mean, it is, and it's been 16 years. And I was just, you know, recently talking to some Falun Gong petitioners because I've been, for the last 14 years of my life, I've I've de- I've devoted everything, all my time, and you know, to to Falun, to to, to expose to, to to expose the persecution of the Falun Gong. And people ask me, you know, you mentioned white. You're a good-looking guy. You should be working on businesses. You should be doing this. I'm like, you know what? but my heart tells me. God tells me, my mission is to expose the spiritual group. Why? I have no idea. No idea. You know, sometimes in in life, your heart just says, you know, go ahead and go and go and do it. And you know, and you know what? Paul, and Paul can tell you guys to go against the propaganda machine of such an evil evil reign of terror of the communist regime, which has now control over all the media, all the state governments, all the governments, even even the Obama administration, even the American government in this country. I mean, to go against such an evil regime and to hold out for 16 years uh, is incredibly hard. I mean, it's one of the hardest things I've ever done, but I will keep on uh, exposing. And I will keep on fighting the fight to, for the Falun Gong, for the Tibetans, for the Uyghur Muslims, for the for the House Christians, for the Catholics, because people who are suffering, we have to stand for. I mean, it, we we have to, um, and, and it's it so important. And I mean, there's a, there's a quote from um, I don't know if you've heard uh, uh, that Rabbi Ruben Balca. If I may share one with you, I don't know if you if you've heard the quote from him, but if I may. I may share it with him. Yes,
4: certainly.
0: Okay. Um, Let me find it first. Okay. uh, Rabbi Dr. Ruben Balka, he's the chairman of the the Coalition to Investigate the Persecution of Falun Gong. And he says, um, I wish the situation didn't exist, but now that it exists, we have no choice but to stand up for this. If we don't stand up for this and these atrocities continue to happen... We can't justify ourselves, and we can explain to our kids how we were silent when this thing happened. So everything that is happening just says, speak up, open your mouth, do what you can. Dr. Ruben Balker uh, continued, what's the value of a human life? It appears that the Chinese government has involved themselves in a process that has to put a dollar value to human parts, human organs. What a denigration of what a human being is! What is the true value of a soul lost of a human being and and every one of those lives lost of the lives that are lost that could have been that could have been saved? You can't put a value on it. That's why there are so many people who are incredibly dedicated to this, to this effort. I'm hopeful that this will stop soon, and the Chinese government will realize that this has to stop. It is not worth the millions and millions of dollars that the armies and the hospitals are making. It will be an incredible dark stain on the Chinese Republic and it will be in the history books. They can cover this up, it will be written up. It would be much preferred that the history books note that the government put a stop to this death industry of the Falun Gong as opposed to allowing it to continue to happen. But as, as Paul has said, I don't believe that the communist regime will stop what they're doing. I mean, they, I don't believe it's very hard for them to fall uh, in our in our lifetimes. But I, I I I I'm faithful. I'm I'm hopeful that they will, and I'm sure uh, 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 Paul would really want that to happen. But it's, it's 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 very hard for that to happen because they're so powerful and so strong. But this kind of evil has to has to has to be destroyed one 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 day or another. So um, anyway, yep. just... Mitch. Yes, sir
6: i got to tell you, I admire your dedication, but the sad truth is this doesn't need to be exposed. Everybody knows they're doing this, everybody. As long as they can keep up the supply of cheap labor, nobody, including America, is going to do a damn thing about this. So I admire your dedication, but honestly, you're spitting into the wind here, buddy.
0: Well, I'm trying. I'm trying to do the best, and I'm not going to give up, Paul. Oh, I, I, I know. I know. I know. I got your support, but and I, and I feel you. I feel. I feel what you're saying. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna just keep on. i to just keep
6: on doing it. <laughs> I've been doing 14 years myself, so I understand. I don't well, hold up to the imminent hope of things changing uh, quickly. I know, but there will
0: there will be a change, and that's something I have to hold on to, and, and, and we will hold on to. And no matter where, no matter how long it takes, we just I'll just keep exposing. So more people will uh, will come to learn about this. But thanks to you, and thanks to, to to Robert, and thanks to Susan and Kelly, and people like yourselves, to allow me to come on because you never know who else is going to be listening, and and and, and someone calling the Donald Trump. And like you said, you know, it's a far cry but at least something, at least
2: someone, you know, could could, could, could do something about it. So, um, hey, my, hey, Mitch. Yes, sir. I, don't, I, I
0: actually, want to offer to you...
4: Go ahead, Kelly. Uh,
2: go ahead bring Kelly
4: uh, Yeah, I want to offer to you something from my faith, if you will, that really <laughs> nails what you're doing as a very good thing. Now, if you studied, um, you know, the Hebrew Prophets, God, of course, would speak to the prophets and he'd speak to the people. And in Isaiah 58, there is a beautiful section about um, true fasting and doing what pleases God. And he says, um, Is this the kind of fast I have chosen? Um, I'm sorry, I'm skipping. All right. Is not this the kind of fast I have chosen, basically says the Lord, to loose the chains of injustice? and untie the cord of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke, to share your food with the hungry, and provide the poor wanderer with shelter. Do not turn away from your own flesh and blood. So, you know, uh, for my faith, basically, that's one motivation I have to continue my political activism is because I see that if we do nothing, evil men will rise up if and and when they do rise up, there needs to be a way to hold them accountable to the corruption they perpetrate upon the American people. And so I just you know the word of the Hebrew prophet is just beautiful, you know to to break the cord of oppression.
0: They want me on here. Amen. Thank you, Kelly, for that. That was lovely. That was very very heartwarming and, and heartfelt. And thank you for that.
2: Yeah, one of the things you know, you know that I think of is that you know, and that's what I like you know things and topics such as this to come onto the show. Is it's definitely something that you know you're not hearing you know all over the place. You know, you know whether it's the media or there's others you mentioned, natural and other talk shows, things of that nature. And that's kind of one of the you know missions of the show, so to speak, is to bring out topics such as these, so perhaps you know could get more exposure you know you know and get it out there for folks because a lot of people don't talk about it. i mean i'm of the mind where you know anybody could just keep repeating what everybody else was saying about a certain topic things of that nature you know i know a lot of folks are of course covering the election we are too uh just because that's you know what people want to talk about today but it's also important to get issues such as what we're talking about tonight out uh for folks so that you know a lot of people aren't aware of it i mean as you said Earlier, a lot of people, you ask somebody, well, Falun Gong, what's going on with the uh, forest live organ harvesting? People are like, what? I mean, we know that there, as as you mentioned, Paul, we know there's, you know, human rights violations going on in China. We know what, we know that's going on. But do we really know the extent of it? Do we really know exactly who are the people who are, you know, the victims of the human rights violations, I mean, do we know the details now? part of it, as we talked about tonight, is the um, you know the lack of of will maybe or the lack of interest, which is terrible to, to to say but yeah, I mean, if a lot of people are of the mind where, well, if it's not happening in them, and I cannot in a in a small way understand the the mindset well if it's not we've got our own problems here in America um so I think, one, you know, so let's take care of what's happening in America. And it's unfortunate that these things are happening in other countries. Uh, but, hey, we got to take care of our own first. Uh, now, one of the ways I think that we can get more people to pay uh, attention to topics like this is to tie in where, you know, how this happening in China can affect us here in the United States. And I think if uh, there's a way to find out how that can, you know, reach over and affect us here, I think that'd be an effective mode of getting people to, you know, wake up, pay attention, and I dare say even say care about uh, the situation. Um, There just might be a lot of apathy about it, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, but, you know, we kind of like, I mean, look at the news. Look at the news we watch all the time. I mean, there's people getting shot and killed all the time. People get killed in accidents. People dying from drug overdoses. I mean, we see this we're inundated with this stuff over and over again. I mean, turn on your local news. I mean all it's about is this person got shot and this person got killed and this well, I think we're so desensitized uh, with it now that we're like, Oh man, that's terrible. Glad it didn't happen to me. Um and so I think that's coming and, and I think when you talk about people in another country, even when it's happening in the mill, you know, uh in the millions, then you know, it just there's there's obviously like, well, you know, it's it's not here and you know, there's a, a Star Trek quote that uh kind of you know sticks with with this and says, you know, Spock was talking to Dr. McCoy for any of you folks out there who are Star Trek fans and I, this may be a direct quote but maybe close to be paraphrasing. is basically Spock saying McCoy say, you know, you know, humans have you know are able to have a greater understanding of the death of one person, more so than, you know, the understanding And uh, an appreciation of the death of thousands uh, So whereas, you know We can be really heartfelt About when we, you know, hear a, a story about You know, an individ- one individual Getting killed uh, Where it just seems like we're not as affected Hearing that about the Thousands and, and, and millions that might be Getting killed uh, from this It's it's kind of uh, You know, a weird dichotomy there, I would say But unfortunately That may be the truth of the matter, so and people are like, you know, just like you know, with with Congress. I mean, people hate the Congress except their own congressperson. person. Uh, so it's, it's got to be very personal. I think for you know a way to make this, you know, for people to care about is to somehow make it personal to them. Uh, what do you think about that, Mitchell?
0: Yeah, I think it's uh, what you just said is hundred percent. I just think that people need to. There's so much going on and there's so much distraction in people's lives that. People uh, are consumed and overwhelmed with so much. It, that's why it makes my job even tougher. It makes my job even harder. And that's why I take my head off to people like yourself that I can come on and reach people who listen to your show and that trust you and trust what you bring to the table every week um, on your on your on your on your uh, your talk show, uh, uh, Robert. And, and and that's why you know I can come out and talk and share this for people. And just maybe, just maybe we'll reach a couple of people. One person will be listening one night and thinking, oh, this is interesting. Let me hear about this. What's this Falun Gong all about? You know, uh, why it's been persecuted. So it does make a difference, and it does make an impact. I'll, I'm a little bit more optimistic than, than Paul. I understand Paul's pessimism. I get it. I see it. And, and it's, and it's duly noted. Um, but I just think that, you know, we can't give up the fight and I'm just going to keep on uh, doing what I can to exposing it. I know he's fully behind me, but I, uh, I, uh, you know, it's a hard road. It's a very hard road because people are so distracted, and and people honestly don't want to even listen to about this. They don't. They don't care. They'd rather listen to the mainstream and the, uh, you know, the propaganda that's going on. And you know, people are are, are you know are very are, are very desensitized. So. But there are people who will listen and who will take uh, take heed and will come to the aid of the fallen Gong or those who have been suffering in China at the at the at the, at the hands of such a criminal-minded and gangster regime as the communist regime is. And once they realise, I think when it hits closer to home, when more people are affected by the sleeping giant, by this red dragon, by this evil, uh, they, they'll they'll start coming more to the uh the forefront and saying, Listen, we've got to start standing up for this and we've got to start doing this because with the Falun Gong, it has it hasn't hit the mainstream yet, uh Robert. But when it does, I'm mm-hmm. telling you every single person with a human body and a human mind and a human conscience is going to be numbed and soul stocked and, and shocked by what it says, what's happened with the Falun Gong. Because this, several million, I mean, this is just not like some geek off the sheep group. This is the largest group in China between 1992 and now, 16 years later, several million Falun Gong petitioners from the highest polar bearer members of the, of, of the, of the communist regime targeting this for eradication okay I mean the whole the all the world media sold out kept quiet you know told to shut up and mm-hmm. say nothing about Falun Gong once this hits the airwaves people are going to be soul stirred, and that's when people are going to start taking their head off to you because you were the one who came to the rescue you were the one who was open when I came knocking and said please Robert help me please Robert help me you didn't shut your door you didn't you didn't say see no evil speak no evil hear no evil for political interests or economic interests you opened your heart, and that's why God bless you, Robert. God bless you. Can
2: well, I say that, Mitchell. Of course, you can. It, okay.
3: <laughs> it, it became personal for me when I met that older couple downtown, and she had been through that brain. What what do you call it? where they lobotomy, <coughs> whatever? Um, you meet someone like that when I read it and they explained it. And you, Yeah, they were pretty shocked when Paul walked up to him and spoke Chinese, too. But um, what you need to do is find some Chinese people here in America that may have been through it or seen it that are willing to put petitions out there and tell their story Um, because that's what touched me uh, was was actually meeting a survivor of that. You know, I mean, I think survivors of anything... Um, I wish there was more of the the survivors uh, from different persecutions. Like, um, I know in Thailand, there's, and we exploit this. You know, I mean, Americans, people that are rich, uh, go over there and buy these organs, I'm sure. And um, it's like American businessmen going to Thailand and having sex with three and four and five-year-old kids. they, they they do that. The families sell them because they need money, and they're they're in these little camps. If you could talk to a, someone who got older and and explain and they explain, you you would be angry. I mean, I think businessmen that do that should be just put in jail. It's horrible. But I I I saw it on TV, and um, they need to have survivors here talking, getting out on the streets with petitions and telling people their story.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
2: Thanks. Yeah, certainly. If we can get uh, per, you know personal accounts on you know if, you know if either myself or or you, Mitch, or you, Susan, or anyone out there uh, could find someone who's got personal accounts uh, that they can relate to us, we'd certainly you know welcome to have them come onto the show.
3: Unfortunately, I don't have her information. Um, I wish I did. I wish I had. I had one. I, some, they wrote a name down, and I never could find her on Facebook. Um, not the older lady, but her younger daughter-in-law or whoever it was. And um, I'm hoping next summer to get down to that place again, and maybe they'll be there doing petitions once again. So,
2: and, and speaking of the, uh, and speaking of petitions, uh, is there where can we find some more information uh, about this, and as well as where we can get information with more evidence uh, about uh, what's going on there in China.
0: Sure, uh, Robert. Well, if anyone would like to learn more about it, uh, the perfect place to go is the most simplest and precise place to go is stoporganharvesting.org, www.stoporganharvesting.org. Also, you can look up the Kilgore, K-I-L-G-O-U-R, Mattis Report, Kilgore Mattis Report, uh, StopOrganHarvesting.org, it's also there as well. Also, um, UpholdJustice.org. There are plenty of reports that have just come out. That is the most systematic, uh, uh, objective, and scientific uh, reports uh, on the, uh, on, uh, out there today. Uh, UpholdJustice.org, from the World Organization to Investigate the Persecution of Falun Gong. You also have Friends of Falun Gong, G.org. It is a non-profit organization established by concerned American citizens about the Falun Gong plight, and you can go there, fofg.org. Also, uh, Doctors Against Force Organ Harvesting, um, F O org, i think it is uh doctors against for yeah D-A-F-O-H, uh doctors against forced organ harvesting that is the committee of of, of doctors that have uh, dedicated themselves to expose more of the persecution and the forced organ harvesting of the fallen gong um there's also uh if you'd like to uh, uh, read a book Ethan Gutman's book Slaughter S L A uh uh u g h t e r just like slaughter, um from ethan Gutman also the Fowl and information uh, center is a great source of uh, of information as well uh, faluninfo.net uh, um and the petition you can sign is at um doctors against forced Organ um, and there's, there's a petition there please read all the information informationkygore matters report is 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 the uh, is pr- pretty much the uh, key source, and um, that's that's all uh, all she wrote, folks. I mean, that's 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 the broad topic. Hey, Mitch. Yes, sir.
6: Paul. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but there's a Facebook group called Regime Change China, which has some some very very interesting things uh, to say about all aspects of uh, the Chinese regime. Okay. Um, I would recommend highly
0: Great, absolutely, and just to and, and just since you reminded me as well about the regime, um, I would like to suggest the nine commentaries on the Communist Party. Uh, you can you can download the PDF for the publication also at uh, ninecommentaries.com. But thank you, Paul. Thank you. I mean, uh, it's been a pleasure and honor to talk to you and and Susan and Kelly and and you, Robert. Uh, thank you so much for allowing me to be on your show.
2: Look to me on my. Show. Go ahead, Paul.
3: He said for you, uh, for Mitch to look for him on Facebook, Paul Sanner. I will.
0: I will. And, and, and feel and free
3: to post those uh, .org things in the group so that I can see them, too. Yeah, I he's will, in the... um, Okay, I, I'd appreciate that because then I can actually see you them. Know, maybe someone will sign. I have a few people that sign. I sign petitions. All the time, I expect a little black helicopter at my door,
2: so why not? <laughs> yeah, Paul mentioned a uh, little black helicopter uh, earlier tonight. Uh, and also, folks, here on Blog Talk Radio, uh, as you can see in the description of the show, if you come here uh, through the link, uh, then you'll see a number of links that were provided, some websites. Uh, the first one is uh, the Stop uh as well as causes.com. And I believe that uh, also has the link there to sign the petition that you're hearing about, as well as a couple of videos that were made by uh, yourself, Mitchell's, uh The links uh, are there as well. I tested them out. They should work. <laughs> I know with one of them we had uh, a little technical difficulties, but I think I was able to uh, alleviate that. So I believe all those links work. Uh, That you'll find there in the description of the show As well as if you'd like to follow uh, Bard's Logic here on Blog Talk Radio uh, There's that little follow button Uh, Just click that And then when I send out some emails To let folks know about the show coming on uh, You'll receive those As well as if you'd like to be on the email list Or if you have any topics That you would like to have uh, here on the show Just send me a message Through the Bard's Logic Little Talk website At www.bard'slogic com. I'm hoping to be able to do some updates, things of that nature, over uh, the weekend, uh, getting the new year started. Uh, and then speaking of the new year, next uh, month we'll be covering some candidates. Uh, haven't. Uh, I guess they're just finishing off the holiday season, finishing off the year, and then I'll be hearing from some presidential candidates from the Constitution Party, who uh, we'll be having at the end of February, at least in your area, uh, Susan, they're in Boise, Idaho. They're going to have their... Presidential primary debate uh, There which hopefully yours truly Will in some way be a part of it Um, My hope is to be able to get out there And be one of the moderators Of that debate but uh, The people have not I believe uh, Been 100% picked I'll be Finding that out uh, probably within the next uh, Couple days or week uh, On how that's going to be but of course I'll keep uh, you folks listening So hopefully Susan I'll get the opportunity to come Out there to, to Boise with you Uh, And and when I'm doing that debate, but uh, as I said, hopefully I'll find out soon. That's what's coming up in the month of January, so we'll be looking forward to that. We'll be doing, of course, more coverage, and then if anyone out there uh, does have a topic they would like to discuss, of course, uh, we'll bring that on uh, to the show as well. And I do see it is uh, about the top of the hour, and so if anyone likes to listen to the extended period, don't know how far into the extended period we'll go because we are uh, in the holiday season This is the last show uh, for 2015 uh, So if you'd like to hear to Whatever amount of time we're spending In the extended period uh, You only have about 3 minutes to call us At 347-945-7428 I do see some folks on the line If you'd like to chime in Just push the 1 on your number dial And I'll get you in If you just want to listen Because you know that your audio Is going to go out in about 3 minutes uh, If you're not uh, called in Then you're welcome to do so or if not, uh, just come back later and listen to the uh, archive or the podcast, uh, which of course will be available after the show. And of course, uh, for folks who do have your own personal email lists and you have the link tonight, I uh, really appreciate it if you just share the link to uh, all your friends on your email lists or whether you have followers on Twitter, send the link out that way, because uh, then we can get more exposure to what's going on in China. Uh, with the forced live organ harvesting. And, of course, uh, that gets, because of six degrees uh, of connection, we can hopefully get, you know, some more folks uh, exposed to it, and they can, you know, just spread the word as well. And perhaps we can get uh, the information out uh, for Trump so that he can go ahead and start bringing that on his campaign. That's kind of like one of the things I'd like to see. And if we ever heard the, the number, because you've been kind of, Uh, Flipping through the uh, podcast, which I know some folks do Uh, Give uh, the Trump campaign a call at 646-736-1779 So that uh, perhaps we can hear him talking about this when he's telling us about China And then if you like for our show, of course, the next two minutes 347-945-7428 And so we'll get ready to go to the extended period Go ahead, Susan
3: Uh, message that number to me but I was going to tell you um, that really I feel human life is cheap in China it's not just the Falun Gong people I mean that's the worst but one of my clients um, told me that a friend of theirs is Chinese had family and friends over in China when the Olympics were there remember that crystal clear lake that um, they did the boat racing on, you know, uh, what do they call it, sculling or whatever, um, uh, they uh, took a lot of the villagers from certain villages, and they had to clean out. It was so filthy. They had to clean out that um, uh, lake by hand. They had them walk through it and just pick everything out and clean it, and that's why it looked so good. And those people just disappeared. Uh, They'll take entire villages if they want something, and just throw them out in the country somewhere. But in this case, I don't know if they killed them or what they did. But they just he said they just disappeared because they didn't want you to know the conditions of the lake and what they made them do. You know, when we had the Olympics over there, you know, there was a lot of warning about the pollution in China, and they were trying to hide all that. Uh, that, yeah, that, yeah,
2: that's always good. Yeah, there's definitely like going going on over there. Um, not just with, you know, of course, you know, with, what's going on over there with the human rights, but also you know, how they're destroying the environment over there as well. Yeah.
3: yeah. I mean, we know about the dog food, the baby formula, all of that, the, the, the poisons. And now I got a video it was on my group, but the rice it's making fake rice. I'm not sure what it's made of. I didn't see everything, but um, the rice, the, they are, it, it's just fake, so don't buy the rice from China either. <laughs> you got to be careful, I'm telling you.
0: I know. It's really well, bad. Uh, it's really, really bad.
2: And I did want to ask you a question. I uh, did want to ask you a question of you, mentioned? is that, you know, maybe one of the reasons why we're not seeing this as much, and when we're hearing some about China. And, you know, and I know Trump's talking a lot about them, you know, cleaning our financial clocks, uh, which, you know, with, you know, trade and things of that nature. I mean, if, if we mentioned this the other day. We even kind of made a little game of it by flipping things around in our, our homes. And, you know, and a lot of things when you see today, especially when you're a store, is, is made in China, made in China, made in China. And, of course, you know, it's, it's, it's our consumerism that I think is really propping up the uh, Chinese economy because, you know, we're able to get you know, a lot of cheaper stuff here, you know, for, you know, just a couple bucks. Personally, I wouldn't mind spending a couple more dollars uh per each item for the set, you know, being made in America. Uh But be that as it may, do you think that one of the reasons why we're not seeing a lot of light on this topic uh, is because of our economic ties with China?
0: Absolutely, 100%. Um, When you have 95% of the consumer market in this country owned and operated off the institutionalized slavery system of mainland China, you will definitely see that. The reason why, and the Vision Times actually came out uh, with an article as well, is that why is the world turning their back on the atrocity that's going on against the Falun Gong for so long? And it is money. It's all about money. It's very, very sad. I mean... You know, uh, the politicians have been brought out, the media. You know, when Falun Gong started to uh, really, uh, when when the persecution of Falun Gong began, the Western media, NBC, ABC, um, CBS, they all wanted to, CNN, they wanted to know what was going on. Why was the communist regime vehemently targeting this particular group? And before we could get to them, the communist regime sent out massive amounts of propaganda uh to the uh directors and executive boards of all the media establishment in new york city and in los angeles in chicago i mean to the to to the Vice president of communications to Fox and all of them saying, Look, you can criticize criticize all day long in the offices in your secret in in your, in your boardrooms, but do not make it public because if you do we're going to cut off your contractual obligations. We're going to kind of cut off your uh, investment opportunities. And so, what happened? They kept quiet. You know, evil, you know, evil, people, evil. All because of the money. So, yes, you are 100% right, uh, Robert. The reason is because of the money involved, the massive amount of money involved, and the investment involved. There's no way uh, they, will keep, they will they will they want to say anything. For the uh, you know, they'll, they'll take they'll take trust the, uh, investment over human life. <laughs> unfortunate but that's how it is that's the going rate I mean um, I'll add to that adendum. with Anastasia Lin Miss Canada Miss World Canada was denied entry into uh, China for the Miss World because she is a native born Chinese and she would not she practices Falun Gong and she would not stop uh, she, uh, she would not give up her uh, her her her, her
2: uh, somewhere.
0: yes exactly and she was exposing the persecution, the forced organ harvesting, and the human rights atrocities of, 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 the, of the communist regime. So she got denied; her visa was denied in. And the World Committee, she pleaded to the World Committee to do something. The World, the, the Miss World Committee, to do something. Do you know they got bribed up, bribed by the communist regime, some exorbitant uh, amount okay, in the millions, uh, to turn their back and uh, just ignore that she was one of the contestants. And she was denied entrance into China um, because she failed to submit to the communist regime and bow down to the communist regime. Now, that to me is the true courageousness of a, of a, of a true Miss World. That is the real Miss World, um, Anastasia Lin. But, uh, yeah, it's all about money. See no evil, speak no evil, hear no evil because of the money. Thanks. It's very, very sad. Mitch? Yes, sir.
6: Robert wanted to know how to make things change, and I have a little advice for any American that wants things to change in China and here. That advice is very simple. Become an economic nationalist. Buy American, only American. The Chinese are economic nationalists. Trust me, they are. They don't buy American products. They don't buy Japanese products, German products. They would rather buy a cheap product than a quality Japanese product because the money stays in their country. So become an economic nationalist, all you Americans. Well, and and, and I agree you. with that. But I I, and you. I agree
2: with you, Paul. The problem is, is where do you find it? I mean, I mean, I can't... I mean, Where can you find a, a, a store? Uh, maybe it, you've got to go online now to find it, but what, where do you go? I mean, I've tried. I mean, I was looking for uh, I think some kind of coffee warmer or something like that for my dad. Uh, okay. For his, birth, his birthday And I'm looking up all these things Everything's made in China I mean, I could not find anything That was not made in China At least with, with, with one of hey, those Robert, things and wh- Where would you go to get to find that?
6: You're right, Robert It's very, very difficult But it can be done And even if you can't find what you want That's made in America Don't buy it made in Chinese Buy Japanese, buy German Buy Finland Buy anything but China that things change. Hit them in there talk a bit. That will make it change.
0: Yes, sir. I agree. I agree. By the way, Robert, what was the Trump's campaign line again?
6: I'm sorry?
2: Uh, oh, that's the telephone can... number?
0: Telephone number, yes. Yeah, sir. the
2: telephone number six four six seven three six one seven seven nine. 646-736-1779.
0: Okay, perfect. Six four six seven three six one seven seven nine. I'll give him a call in the morning. Yeah,
2: hey, definitely. Robert. Give the. Uh, yes.
3: I went shopping yesterday. I needed a light bulbs, really bad. And you know, Walmart sells a lot of Chinese stuff. And oh, I yeah. went there because it was close, and I needed outside light, real bad, and. Um, some salt stuff. And I didn't check on that, but I do not think that was in China. But I found light bulbs for outside and inside that said Made in America. I posted it in my group. I said, if you look hard enough, you can find it. And I did. I was <laughs> and no, no mercury. No mercury either. Yay.
2: Yeah, send me a link. <laughs> Cause, I mean, I, I just it just gets so frustrating for me. I mean, and frankly, I, mean, I don't do a lot of shopping myself for much of anything, really. Um, you know, so when I do, it just you know, I go somewhere. I'm like, oh my gosh, all this stuff is made in China.
3: Uh, I I, have, I took pictures of it too, and I posted it. Yeah, but you just have to look careful. And when I saw that no mercury. Made in the USA. I was like, yes, <laughs> and I oh, I didn't God. even cost compare. I just grabbed. So, it, if mercury thing is not good for you anyway. When you have to dispose of them, you have to do this.
2: Right, so right. I'm
3: so happy about that. So you just, you just have to look, and it isn't easy, but you can. You you can you can at least cut it down, whatever, you know. Even and it, when it's even in Walmart that you can find made in America, that's good.
2: Well yeah, that that you know, that I mean I don't shop Walmart a lot, um I guess Target and you know, things of that nature, but I don't know. You know, hopefully there would be something I, where there'd be a, a maybe a website or something. I don't know. But I'm you know I'm glad to hear it though.
3: Yeah, I was glad to buy it. Supporting <laughs> an American company that's obviously making them. So, and and mercury is not good for you. So you know, it it was. It, I was right. so happy. Really, really happy.
0: Um, Susan and Robert, I just, uh, I'm just I just sent you a post on uh, on Facebook. Check it out. It's uh, it's uh, something that that the, the communist regime wants to do. It's it's insane, but. Uh, it's all about an obedience factor uh, that's going to be using credit sesame credit i don't know if you've heard about this but it's basically to tap your credential credit and your bank accounts to how obedient you are to the state that if you are supportive of a communist regime and don't say anything keep your mouth quiet and even rat your neighbors out about falun gong or tibet or any freedom rights or any anything like that you will be a better citizen and you'll get more points and kudos and thus be able to get more perks for credit cards and and, and buying capability in China. I just it's it's, it's it's insane. So I just said that to you. It just came out recently. Yeah, I
2: just uh, put that in. I just put it on the uh, the Bard's Logic uh, page okay. there on Facebook.
0: Well, guys, it's 12:10 right now, and I'm gonna get back get, get uh, to work tomorrow. But it's been such a pleasure with everybody, and thank you so much, Robert, for allowing me to grace your show once again.
2: Oh, you're welcome anytime. Keep us posted if you have any updates or if uh, you do get a hold of the doctor or the gentleman from Canada and they would have some time to open up to come back on to give us some more information on it. uh, We'd be more than happy to uh, schedule time for uh, them to be able to get on the show.
0: I will. And Susan and Paul, it's been a pleasure It's an honor. Thank you so much for for, for your support and and everything that you've uh, shared tonight as well. I'm
6: speaking with you, Mitch.
3: Yes. Uh-huh. Of course, you're in the group. You know you feel free to post any time.
0: I will. I will. And, again, thank you, Robert. I'll take my hat off to you, and God bless, and we'll talk soon. Happy New Year. Happy New yes. Year to everybody.
2: Happy, yes, definitely. Happy New Year.
3: Hi, Luke. Can you say Happy New Year in Chinese to you?
0: <laughs> of course. Of course. Yes, year, this year. Thank you, Robert. To all the best, Paul, Susan. you wonderful and great people. Amazing to know you. Honored to be with you and talk to you soon in the, in, in the new year for sure. All right.
2: Sounds great. You it. take care.
0: Bye bye.
3: Bye
2: bye. Bye bye. Yeah, we yeah. just got. Uh, oh, okay. I just got a message from Cindy because we missed our friend Cindy tonight. Uh, that she wasn't able to call in. Uh, it looks like everyone's already sleeping in her house and she, she has to be very quiet, she says. So, hopefully, we'll be able to, uh, you know, talk with Cindy, uh, and the uh, the next subsequent shows. Uh, so Kelly, I know, uh, you know, occasionally, you know, you, we've got you that you've been working on some things. Uh, do you have any updates uh, for us on those? Yes. Mm-hmm. No, I see Kelly's still on the line. Are you still out there, Kelly?
4: Yeah, I'm here. And ironically, we're listening to an AM station about China. Some talk show. Wow. Sense of 780 here out in Northern California. Yeah, Seven, oh, at Reno. 780 out of Reno is talking about Chinese oppression. and buddy just stopped by, and it's a coincidence. But one guy told... Um, the radio talk show host that well, people at the top in the U.S. don't want this information really to get out about China. I thought that was real interesting.
2: Wow. That is interesting. <laughs> yeah, the shows are listening to Bard's Logic is what it's what it tells me. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe they're listening to it. Let
4: me see if my voice echoes. There you go. No, okay. Uh, yeah, we anyway. have folks
2: out there, those listening, just, yeah, give that uh, Trump number a call. Maybe we'll be listening to him doing some uh, stumps, and uh, he'll have his folks do some research on this, and perhaps we'll uh, hear Trump saying on the campaign trail talking about uh, about this. That would be, uh, be very interesting, cause I know he likes to expose uh, China, so let's hopefully we can uh, get him to expose uh, China some more. Uh, because I tell you what, so I was watching CNN, and – looking at Twitter and and things of that nature, and Facebook. And, man, I, I am just, as I said earlier tonight, I am so surprised about what's going on with Trump. Um, it makes sense. I mean, I think not just conservatives and Republicans. I think a lot of people in America, they're not only just tired of the uh, the establishment of the Republican Party. I think they're, they're fed up with the establishment of the government and the government itself. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. I never thought... Uh, now we'll see once you know Iowa, New Hampshire, and that come to four. But I mean, it's it's amazing. Go ahead, Kelly.
4: Yeah, Congress has like what a fifteen percent approval rate. Yeah, we're tired of the career politicians.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Now you know, I was watching. Uh, I wish I would have made some audio clips. Uh, I, I should I should have done that. There was a. I was watching CNN this morning before work, and. You know just uh somebody, or was it last night i well, i I can't remember which one uh these couple past couple days or so have been kind of melting together uh and so I mean it was just incredible this this guy he, he was definitely you know an establishment uh republican or at least you know establishment, and he just kept trying to you know you know talk bad about uh, uh trump and he's like look the 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 guy on the other end was like, look, I said Trump's got a better rating than congress i said how you know I said <laughs> he, he talked about jeb Bush." you know, Jeb Bush and them are kinda of blasting, you know you know you know, blasting him, but he's like, look, you guys, you establish your candidates, you're you know, you're in the single digits. When in, in the polls, you're in the single digits. What makes you you know, think that you are what the American people want?
4: You know, if I was Trump I would I would uh, turn to Jeb in the next campaign uh debate and I'd say, Hey, you wanna come work for me? You know, oh my gosh Every time you talk bad about me, my ratings go up. I mean, my campaign managers can't do that good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, he did say something funny about Jeb Bush. Is uh, He says, Jeb, because your campaign's going uh, so far, you keep uh, moving uh, towards the edge of the podium. You know, the podium stand, eventually you're just going to fall off. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing that, <laughs> but I mean, just the way he said it, it was hilarious. Cause, I mean, in, in, the, in the last debate when Jeb was giving his uh, closing statements, uh you could tell he knew he's done. I mean he is done. I can't imagine uh him being able to him, him to come back. I think the, the only establishment candidate left that I think maybe even has a chance uh is Rubio but I mean we'll as I said, we'll see how um you know we'll, we'll we'll see how things pan out now I got a uh with Ted Cruz, but I got a gentleman who uh has been you know giving me some information or wanting to be giving me some information on Ted Cruz. Uh, talking about, you know, how, you know, he's not a candidate that can be uh, trusted either. I know he's got a lot of support. And so right now, because I haven't had the opportunity to you know, he's sent me the information uh, to go over it and, and perhaps we'll, you know, I totally welcome him to come on the show and share the information he has with us. Uh, but, you know, that remains to be seen. Uh, so, Nathan, uh, if you're listening, which I know you've been listening to the show, so uh, we'll uh, talk and you get uh, your information on and, and we'll go from there because we're about getting information out to uh, uh, to the people. And, you know, I know, speaking of that, I know, you know, there was a big opinion now about, you know, Trump was saying some things about, you know, Bill Clinton, and they're trying to say things about, um, you know, about Trump and his three marriages and things of that nature. Frankly, I don't think anyone really cares about pe- people's personal life when it comes to uh, electing who the president is. I mean, um, you know... The phrase I, I I I was using was look you know when they were talking about Gingrich, I said look I said I'm looking to uh, hire a president, not a pastor, you know I mean I, I don't look to the president be my moral compass, you know so what the president a president does in their personal life, frankly I don't think that has anything to do with uh, how, how to run a country. I mean that's just my own personal opinion, uh, but I tell you what. Um, if they do, you know, if Hillary Clinton wants and she you know, wants to bring, you know, stuff up, or we could bring up Benghazi and we can, and we all know that she, st- you know, stayed with Bill Clinton not because of, uh, out of any kind of loyalty or love. It was because she wanted to stay married to a previous president of the United States. What do you think, Susan?
3: I would agree that, that there's a marriage, uh, a political marriage, it's not a. You know, regular, regular marriage I, He does his thing With the girls and she does her thing And, you know I With whoever,
2: yeah
3: I mean, she's a lesbian But she's a bi, too I mean, I don't know what the hell she is <laughs> But they, they Talked about how He would go to her room late at night And like stay on all night and Yeah, she had a thing with him And Bill's had his thing with whoever And they stay together because it benefits them both. So that's what I yeah, think.
2: Yeah, I mean, and since we're in Bard's Logic After Dark, we could talk about this. I think she's asexual. I just think she doesn't care anymore about it. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. But um, I, think she, I think all she cares about is power. <laughs> I don't think she gets any kind of human urges anymore. Anyway, I know it might be being overly, <clears throat> overly cruel, maybe Trump-esque, as some people would say. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, as I said, I but, but and I said you folks heard me here. That, yeah, heard me say this. You know, you know, multiple times so far. There hasn't been really any candidates that I, I'm really excited about, and I don't think there will. I mean, even you know, I'm not ready to jump on anybody's bandwagon. I know it sounds like I'm ca- kind of jumping jumping on Trump's bandwagon right now. I mean, I I like Ben Carson too, but unfortunately, I don't think that he's gonna he's gonna make it too much farther. Um but And I certainly would never be any more excited about any candidates currently now than I was for Newt Gingrich back in 2012. I mean, I think uh, that we lost the national treasure of an opportunity to have Gingrich as, uh, as the president. Uh, but I tell you what, I know one thing. I don't want to see Hillary Clinton uh, as president. That's for certain. Um, and, you know, and I do like uh, the Constitution Party. I, I do like your candidates I actually voted for their uh candidate in two thousand twelve, truth be told. Uh you Because know, I you know with voting my conscience and that's the person who most uh stuck to uh my uh you know my set of uh ideologies. So that's who I, I went with. Um and so we'll definitely be hearing more from them uh as the uh election continues. Um, you know, you hear more about the party. You know, especially if 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 we start to vote some of those folks in on um you know, at the at the local level, which you know I'd like to see more of. Um, so you know, we're we're looking towards that. Right.
3: I understand so, that. Uh, so, so, I voted pro Perot no.
2: twice. <laughs> What's his? Name? I voted for Ross Perot twice, so you know. Yeah, we did. I Only did uh, I voted for him the first time. I didn't, I didn't vote for him the second time. Um, you know, I even I even watched uh, watched you know and thought about Nader at, at some point. Actually, it reminds me I got a video of him. I want to <laughs> want to watch it yeah, I got the opportunity. Huh?
5: You voted for him? You voted for Rome? No, I,
2: I no I, I no I watched and considered it, but I never voted for Nader. No.
3: Oh, I did. I did. It was my rebellion vote. I was really caught into the collar about all the people they were picking, and I just said. You know what? He makes more sense than they do. I'm voting for... And he came to Boise, Idaho. You know, he came. You know, I saw him on TV, mm-hmm. you know, playing. And he got off, and the Republicans and Democrats were marching around with signs and booing him. And I said, you know what? Anybody who can bring the Republicans and Democrats together to boo him, he gets my vote. <laughs> <laughs> he got my vote. <laughs> so that was one well, time, he- you know, and
2: Go ahead. Well what about what about the candidates now? Is there anyone you're kinda of gravitating towards? Uh, Rand
3: Paul. Rand um, Paul. Eddie, yeah, he probably isn't gonna so I'll look at the class.
2: Oh no, Paul he don't got or... a Yeah, I don't think he's got a shot either, to be honest. Um but, and I'm not a big uh, Rand Paul I'm not a big Rand Paul fan either. I'm i I'm just not. I got a friend at work who I mean he loves Rand Paul. I mean he likes Ron Paul. And I like Ron Paul too. However, uh, I, I don't like Rand Paul. Uh, I think when, you, I, I, you know, I like a lot of what he, he he says and he's about things of that nature. But the thing I don't like about Rand Paul is is when the when push came to shove, when, especially when it came to endorsements. Twice he had the, an opportunity to endorse an, uh, endorse a conservative, and he endorsed it, the establishment candidate. I mean, in 2012. Um, he had an opportunity to endorse a conservative candidate because Newt Gingrich uh, didn't, uh, as of yet, uh, suspend his campaign, okay? And he endorsed Mitt Romney, even when there was still a shot at uh, having a conservative candidate. We were even working hard, you know, um, now on the show, you know, and also behind the scenes. You remember this, Kelly. We're working hard for a broker convention. Um and you know we and we had you know we had some players down there at the convention who were working on who were working on it, I and mean, we had leaders of the Republican party on the show uh, martin blackwell working you know working on the uh on the roles uh we had also mark willis on who uh was you know working toward, you know on the roles uh there during the convention uh so we were him on the show interviewed' him, but behind the scenes were talking and about working on getting brokered convention going. And that didn't happen because you did have folks such as uh, Rand Paul's, you know, putting his, his support behind Romney. And so brought a lot of the people who supported, uh, I mean, Rand Paul, uh, you know, Rand Paul's endorsement. Uh, so it took a lot of the support uh, that Newt Gingrich could have otherwise had from the, uh, you know, from the Ron Paul supporters. Over to Romney And then you also had when Mitch McConnell With Matt Bevin Matt Bevin was uh, running in the primary The Senate primary against uh, Mitch McConnell And Rand Paul endorses Mitch McConnell So there's two times Uh, He could have done real true conservatives And he ended up endorsing And supporting the establishment candidate That just uh, doesn't show Principle to me
3: I know. Well, then none of
2: them are perfect. Principles and politics. You <laughs> can't <I'm> serious. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm serious. Yeah, I'm serious. Here's a quote by George William Curtis. Okay? He was an early you know, early founder of the Republican Party. Okay? And he's got a quote here. says, A man's country is not a certain area of land, of mountains, rivers, and woods, but it is a principle. And patriotism is loyalty to that principle, and George William Curtis, one of the founders of the Republican Party, left the party due to the the who was pretty much coordinated. I can't remember which which uh, which uh, candidate it was, but left the party because the way that uh, the, a candidate was was chosen, and, you know, it was pretty much fixed. Kind of like it was very reminiscent of what happened in 2012 with Romney. So, I mean, I was a staunch Republican until 2012, and then I left because of what happened there. So I'm thinking, you know what? If one of the founders of the Republican Party can leave the Republican Party due to what the party did to get their, their you know, their chosen one picked and not the one that the people wanted, well, then, I, you know what, I don't feel bad about me doing that too. You know, and that's exactly what I did. And when you have people, you know, and that's what you know, and that's why, and you remember this, Kelly, and you could vouch for this. You know, we'll get you here in a second. Is that how much grief did we get here on the show, where we were we were, you know, interviewing people from the Constitution Party and you know Libertarian Party, mainly the Constitution Party, uh, and then you know they like, oh, you're supporting them, you're not supporting uh, Romney. How much grief we got? I said, look. And they're like, Robert, why aren't you supporting Romney? I said, look, I said I was railing on Romney for months, and th- th- hopefully this answers your question, Paul. I-, I was railing on Romney for for months. How can I be railing on Romney for months, say how t- how bad of a candidate he would be, and then turn around and say, oh my gosh, yeah, he's a good guy, I vote for him. I couldn't do that. I that's why I voted for Virgil Good, because you know. My Because of my principles, I could not turn around and support and then vote for someone I've been railing on for months. Okay? I, yeah. and, but I told people, I so said, look, if you're conscious, and, and, and Kelly, you know, I know Kelly's heard me say this many times, I said, if your conscious tells you that you need to vote for Romney, vote for Romney. But give me the same respect to give the people who listen to the show who agree with me, give them the respect that you know we're giving you by saying look if your conscience says vote for romney and i had a lot of supporters of, of this show you know go, go ahead and vote for romney <clears throat> you know i i lost i lost you know devoted listeners because i didn't you know support romney and and people i worked with for months you know wouldn't talk to me anymore and and just wouldn't be you know what, what weren't part of the you know the show anymore because i wouldn't vote for romney and and but i'm like look i'm not Ostracizing you for voting for him, but I, I just couldn't. I mean, and then when Romney finally did lose, which you know, Kelly, you remember we've always said, I mean, he's not going to win. He's got no chance of winning. He's the worst candidate to go against. Uh, go against Obama, you know. And then when he lost, some of the calls we got, you would think that Bart's logic, you know, single-handedly cost Romney <laughs> the election. The way some of the people talk to us. Uh, after the election, you know, it was unbelievable. Do you, you remember that, Kelly?
4: I'm sorry, I'm visiting with my friend that just stopped by. So I'm I haven't caught much of our conversation.
2: Oh, okay. Well, let's just talk about 2012 and how, you know, people, you know, after, after 2012, you know, we we lost a lot of folks, uh, you know, both listeners and callers because, you know, we weren't supporting Romney. And then you would have thought that, um, you know, even when we were like, look, if you, by your conscience, have to support him? Support him, but uh, I can't, you know. And then after Romney lost, like we knew he was going to, uh, you know, you would have thought by some of the callers coming to the show after the uh, the election, that Bard's logic single-handedly cost Romney the, the election.
4: <laughs> well, congratulations, Robert. <laughs> um, yeah. The... Um... <laughs> The Romney campaign and the Republican, Republican, ah, repugnant Republic, Republic one. Sorry, the Republicans. Um, they were blaming anybody they could that, because Romney lost. I mean, they were blaming Ron Paul and everything else. Oh, Ron Paul went independent. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? He didn't go independent. He stayed Republican. Well, uh, right. Uh, but his own but, son, but, you know,
2: uh, endorsed Romney. I mean, I've got the audio clip if people want to hear it.
4: Well, yeah, the whole thing, it, it, the whole thing, it was, it, see, that's just establishment tricks, and lucky for Americans, we're getting figured out. We're figuring it out. We're figuring it out that the establishment is doing their tricks and their games and blah, 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 blah. So it, it's just, uh, it, it, it ain't working for establishment anymore.
2: And, and I think that's why, um, and I do have uh, people's mics still open, but, um and yeah, and that's why I think Donald Trump is doing so well. I mean, the the, the Republicans are flabbergasted, and I think even the Democrats are starting to get worried, because Hillary Clinton's already starting to attack, uh, you know, attack them. I talked to a couple of friends, good, really good friends, the other night, and they're like, you know, I tried to convince them, they they weren't convinced, but I tried to convince them, look, the Democrats are afraid of, I I really think they're afraid of, uh, of uh, Trump. And they're like, oh no way, no they're not, no they're not. Um, my friends, I believe they're. They're, well, one of them, they're both independents, but I think one leans towards Democrats, one leans towards Republicans. Um, but neither one of them, you know, like Trump. Now, one likes Hillary Clinton, the other one doesn't. Okay. But, you know, what I was trying to convince is look, uh, the Democrats are, you know, I think they're getting concerned about Trump. And I, I couldn't get him to believe it because, I mean, Hillary's not going to blast on him. The Democrats aren't going to blast on a candidate that um, they're not concerned about. You know, they're, they're just not going to pay him any attention. Then they don't want, uh, they, I don't think they want to. I used to think that Trump would be, you know, good for Hillary Clinton to run up against him. Maybe now I'm not sure. Maybe there's, you know, just enough anger and angst. And as you pointed out, Kelly, people not, you know, only upset with the establishment Republicans, but just the establishment government. You know, just they're so tired of the government that, you know, maybe Trump actually does have a shot against Hillary Clinton. Because she still represents the government Even if she hasn't been in government for years At least that's what I You know, that's what I think
4: Are you calling me?
2: Yeah Yeah, I'll talk with you <laughs> Well, well all the guys, to you guys Who ever Well, my
4: son and I We you know, <laughs> talking, talking about Trump And his question is, why in the world do the Republicans still like Karl Rove? He's been wrong every freaking time.
2: <laughs> I know. I don't know why they've listened to that. It's like, look, you know, you did well in getting uh, Bush elected the first, maybe the second time, but uh, your your time has come. You had time for him to go. So what about you, Paul? Um, do you want to chime in on any of that? He just left for a minute or two. Well, he left for a minute. Okay, I just want to see what... what uh... Now, is he a, uh, a Rand Paul fan, too?
3: Oh, it's off and on. He criticized all of them, I think. He, um, but he believes in voting your conscience, definitely. He definitely is for that, and he, he's tired of the Republican Party right now. I voted for Gary Johnson. Um because we didn't have tell so. it too <laughs> i i I'm a rebel, I started with George Wallace and went right down through the american party and uh you know, I'm just a rebel <laughs> one time I really no, won't talk about that boy did I catch I think.
2: I think we had uh, someone from um, um, the it, was is it, it he America's Party or American Party? I can't recall to be honest. We only had the gentleman on once, maybe twice on the show. A uh, uh, Tom Hoefling. Um I think it was from I like
3: even...
2: I think it's from America's Party or American Party, something of that nature. We interviewed him too in 2012.
3: As George Wallace hadn't existed anymore, but he was a strong candidate and. He impressed me with wanting to end the Vietnam War, which is why I supported him. Um, I do have to say that I've urged um, Paul to uh, talk to you about a topic. Have you ever heard of Rachel Corey?
2: Rachel Corey? Hmm? No, the, the, the name don't ring a bell, to be honest.
3: Oh, from Washington State. She went over to Israel and uh was standing in front of the Palestinians home, the doc wanted a doctor and then when they were gonna knock it down and the Israeli tank ran right over and killed her. Hmm. Written about that. Yeah, right? I think I
2: remember hearing that story but I don't remember I didn't remember her name. Go ahead.
3: Well I told him he ought to talk to you about that at some point and he's been really trash a lot of conservatives say she committed suicide by stupidity. <laughs> oh wow! And I'm like, That's not oh, very nice have, to say Yeah uh, I have I have written an article on the uh, Kent State kids And how I felt that was murder And that Nixon rejoiced in it And I didn't get as bad a plaque But they were like oh well they were I said, They didn't have the weapons At that moment and that, All they did was toss backs and stuff So I have defended the Kent I felt that was all wrong I, I Very wrong those kids were killed, and I. It's for me. It's like whether it's Rachel Corey or the Kent State kids. Is you're conservative and you don't defend, and they come for you. There was no one left if you didn't defend even people you didn't agree with, and if if they start shooting like at the ranch, the, that one ranch and over in Oregon, they start killing people and doing stuff. You know what? Don't come crying to me if you couldn't defend the Kent State kids or Rachel Corey or someone like that, because it's the same idea. It's the same idea. You don't, you don't, you have to defend the rights of others, as that one guy said, whether it's the Communist Party, you know, at that time, or uh, the Jews or Christians in, in Germany, you know, you have to defend everybody, or there's no one left to defend you. And that goes to both sides, liberals and dirty. You have to defend people's rights. No one left. And that's what they don't get. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of don't get. They simply don't get it. You've got to... Con- and I don't think liberals do either, truthfully. If you don't defend rights, don't come crying to me when they grab you. So, yeah, I know the hippies in the movement were, you know... Not the best. I mean, there were things. But I did agree with them. They protested the war. The Vietnam War was bad. That's why Kennedy wanted to get out of it. Um, he knew it was the right thing to do or to be there. And Johnson got us back in because his wife had um, stock in the Huey helicopters. There was a connection there. They made money off that. They didn't want that war to end. So I, I could see why people were against the war. Some maybe for the wrong reasons, some for the right reasons. But I wasn't for it either. I wasn't no protester that got out and sat in groups and went out in a commune somewhere like the hippies did. But I agreed with their not liking the war because I didn't either. So again, it's yeah, the it's idea. Of,
2: yeah. Oh no! Go ahead.
3: Oh no! I was basically done. I just.
2: Do we still? So we do. Do we have Paul back or?
3: Oh, I can. I can hold on. Let me go and take the phone to him. He doesn't do so well on his phone. He doesn't know how to. I don't know. Do something on it. So that's why he did mine.
2: <laughs> got it. I, well, while we're waiting, yeah. uh, Kelly, you got any you got any plans for tomorrow night for uh, bringing in the new year?
4: Uh, I'm going to go to friend's house, and that's about it, I guess. The uh, yeah, I guess some – uh That's well, going to be interesting in California. Come the first, Jerry Brown decided to you know kind of <laughs> the ball. the gun grab thing. The gun grab thing is well, if we if we're suspicious of you. We're going to grab your guns. And, well, we'll hold them for 25 days, and then you can get them back. And the reality oh, yeah, I heard is,
2: something about gun confiscation, Yeah,
4: Yeah, they're, they're just going to, you know, and, of course, lawsuits will be flying left and right. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
4: and we just think you're a bad guy. Yeah, we just, you know, we're going to grab your guns.
6: It's <laughs> like, you know,
4: oh, my gosh. No wonder why the state of Jefferson is going to have a big rally at the Capitol building on the 6th of January, you know. This law goes into text. They're going to start grabbing guns, and we're, we as the North State, by the way, we're at 13, actually 14, 14 counties now that have told the state of California we're done. We have 58 counties, 14 of them are safe. We want out. I mean, come on, let us out because ain't my clowns, ain't my circus. We we're going to start our own state. Um, so, anyway, uh, people that have had their guns confiscated, sometimes it takes some them years oh, well, they, they figure it's about 10000 uh you know, 50000 get your guns back. 10000 another $10,000, 5 years, okay, 10000 a year to get your guns back. It's like, uh, $50,000, I just moved to another state.
3: Ah, uh, so, let me, yeah. a second. I got Paul here, he had crawled in bed.
2: <laughs> so, oh, okay.
6: <laughs> yes, so, uh, Bart.
2: Well, it's, uh, uh Susan said you, you you were going to convey something with us, uh, some information. Are you going to fill him in on what that was, Susan?
3: <laughs> well, I think it was on the voting your conscience thing.
2: There you go, of course.
3: The Republican Party. I don't
6: know who's doing what.
2: Hold on. He wrote
3: Republican or he had a favorite candidate and all that. Yes, uh, Robert? Are you
6: there?
5: Yes. I'm I'll here.
6: Vote for, I'll vote for anybody that can simultaneously drive both the bibs and the rhinos into fits of apoplectic rage.
2: <laughs> well, then that would be the, uh, Donald Trump. Then so
6: <laughs> far, Donald Trump. I don't know anybody else that's done it. Seriously, could he do any worse than anybody else we've had in the last thirty years?
2: I'd have to say no. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, Ben Carson, you know, said it best in one of the debates. He said, you know, it used to be where you know you had uh, citizen candidates, you know, who would run. They'd run. They'd do their thing, and then they'd get out, you know. But it, it hasn't been out like that in a long time. And I think what the politicians do is they, you know, they set them some stuff. Say, look, I've been go- I've I've been in government so long. I know how to run. You know, I know how things should run in government. And I know, you know, we have we. have you know, built relationships with these other people and these other governments and said, we know them, so we know how to work with them and things of that nature. Uh, So they make it, they prop themselves up to sound like that, you know, someone outside of the political realm uh, wouldn't be able to do the job. Now, we do have someone who's never been a politician who uh, is now a governor of Kentucky, and I think we might, and that's Matt Bevin, and perhaps uh, we can watch his career and see uh, how he does it. And now we've also had people who've never been uh, politicians before that run that uh, ran states. Now, unfortunately, they didn't do uh, too good. And of course, both of them came from Hollywood. And of course, I'm talking about uh, Donald Schwarzenegger. Had a had face my head, but not the name. Arnold Schwarzenegger in California, and then we had uh, Jesse Ventura in Wisconsin. Now, I wouldn't say that they were uh, you know premier uh, candidates for. Uh, governor, but I mean none of them are more like business owners uh like Matt bevin is uh for Kentucky, so we'll see how how that ends up panning out uh and seeing if there's any kind of uh citizen uh candidates and, and how they do uh while in office I
6: I anybody that wants the job shouldn't be allowed to have it,
4: and those who don't want the job should have it.
6: Yep, if
2: you want it, you shouldn't be able to have it. Yep. Yeah, it was kind of like George Washington, wasn't it? And, and, you know, and and if Cindy Todd was here, she'd kind of tell you how it. First, we had to almost uh, uh, draft the new Gingrich for when he got in 2012. I was hoping he would have. Ran in two thousand and eight, and maybe if he did, maybe it would things would have worked out better for him in two thousand and twelve. Since the Republican Party seemed to have it's you know what's called his turnism, Uh, that's why I'm surprised uh, you know they didn't get behind uh, one of the other candidates uh, like uh, Santorum uh, because maybe they thought it would Santorum's turn to uh, become the candidate. But I, I think that you know. Donald Trump getting himself in the mix really, you know, mixed mix the pot up, so to speak. You
4: know, I, I want to throw something out about Donald Trump. You remember when... Uh, Certainly. You remember when Reagan was running for governor of California, of course, a long time ago, but I talked to somebody who, who helped him get elected, and wow. uh, Reagan actually remembers him. This gentleman's uh, not kind of try to remember his name. Um... Some activism, I got in touch with him in Idaho, but um, he told the story. He says, eh, There's some convention there in California, and uh, uh, you know, people were mocking the idea of an actor as being governor. Well, he did, um, he was the president of the actors' guild, so he definitely has some. Mm-hmm. There. Well, something really changed the whole crowd and everything, and it got on national TV. This lady brought her kids. She took a bed sheet, and she wrote on it, what's wrong with an actor for, for governor? We we already have a clown.
5: <laughs>
4: and everybody, it stopped its whole convention. It stopped everything. because people started laughing, and they started pointing and pointing, and she's up there in the balcony, and she's holding this big sheet up, and her kids are holding it up, Holding up the sheet, it's the whole the whole convention just stopped. Everyone's laughing, and it made a really significant point. So, what's wrong with Donald Trump? Oh, wait, he's got
2: leadership skills.
4: Oh, he knows how to delegate. He knows how to get things done. What's wrong with Trump?
2: Yeah, that's a that's a very good question. Uh, you know, and that's the only thing that people could uh, really blast about him is is he's bombastic. Okay. Well. Uh, all right. Well. So what? <laughs> you know. Oh, um, he angers people. He's not very diplomatic. Well, you know, he doesn't have to be a diplomat. You know, I mean, we've had diplomat. We've had a diplomat president uh, for eight years, uh, who definitely didn't put America first. I think, uh, and then so perhaps we can have uh, someone such as Donald Trump, if he would get in, uh, who could be that person.
4: Exactly. He'll delegate well.
2: So now one thing, you know, I'd like to hear more from him is more details and I think as uh we get closer, closer uh to getting into really getting to the meat and potatoes of the primary, you know, then he'll have to, you know, give us more details on, you know, a lot of his plans and, and so those would be uh, forthcoming. And so uh you know, I'm I'm looking forward to actually seeing more of that. Um and then of course, you know, there's already speculation about who is, uh, who his pick would be. And I think maybe Ted Cruz, I, I'm thinking maybe Ted Cruz. I mean, they're really not beating each other up too much. It's kind of piled around a little bit at the second debate, uh, what do you think, Susan? You think that, uh, you know, if he wants to get the nomination, I know it's soon. I mean, we haven't even cast the first vote hasn't even been cast, but let's go ahead and play the game. Uh, so if you think, uh, you know, if he was becoming the nominee, you think uh, there's a chance that he would pick uh, Cruz to be his running mate? Who would he pick? Well, I mean, so what's your thoughts on the, uh, on uh, him picking Cruz as, as a running mate? Right. I mean, as I said, I know the first vote hasn't been cast, but, you know, what's to say that uh, let's say he does just kind of play the game here. Uh, let's say he does, would you think that perhaps uh, Cruz would be uh, a running mate for him?
3: I suppose he might be interested. I mean, you know, that's why Rand Paul took the thing with Romney. He was pretty much misled. He thought he would be the uh, VP choice.
2: Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. And then when Romney um, you know, Gosh, I can't even remember. That's that's sad. Uh, oh yeah, Paul Ryan. What a, no wonder I couldn't remember. He's such a joke. I can't believe he's. A, well, that, yeah. there's you go for his, his next turnism. I mean, now Paul Ryan is the uh, you know speaker of the House. So that that's what he that, that's what his reward was for you know running a failed vice presidential campaign. Um, oh. <laughs> you know, so that's his that's his reward uh, is to be uh, to be the speaker of the House.
3: Gosh. Fire him tar and feather him Drag him through the streets I'm not nice that's
2: ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Well and speaking of not nice and Unfortunately it looks like we only have about Nine minutes if not eight Left in the show and I need about five of those To uh, finish up the show So let's go ahead and take some final Thoughts by uh, Paul If you'd like to make some final uh, thoughts uh, Each person gets about a minute and then yourself, uh, Susan, and then Kelly, and then I'll have to close things out uh, for the night. Uh, Paul, do you have any closing thoughts you'd like to leave with us tonight? All
3: right. Hold on. For me, yeah. Final thoughts. To closing it
6: up. Um. You want my final thoughts, huh, Bob?
2: Sure. Yeah, that's how we end. It. That's how we end night. Each person uh, still on the line gets to give us about a minute worth of their final thoughts about uh, tonight's show, and then uh, we kind of bring it around, and then I'll have to close things out. So we're going to start the final thoughts with you.
6: Okay, well, my final thoughts are this. The American people need to know that the Chinese are a far more dangerous enemy than the jihadis. They need to learn all they can about the Chinese, and they need to learn how to fight them.
2: I definitely. I was looking through some audio clips because I, I believe I had one of the candidates who was making mention of that. Uh, and frankly, I'll be honest—I can't remember who it is. It might have very well been Donald Trump, you know, talking about uh, you know the Chinese uh, being our top uh, our top enemy at this point. Uh, so let's go. I mean, let's go ahead and bring it over to you, then, Susan.
3: Well, you know, I think we do have a problem which no one has brought up. We owe China a lot of debt. And yeah. I think I think a lot of our gold is gone, some of it to pay them. I don't even think Fort Knox has any gold in it. I think we need to audit it. I think it's been emptied, if there's a couple bars just to, for a joke. And so if we owe them, like I've heard and read, then we may be in trouble. I don't know how we'd pay them off if our gold was gone. I know that there's been some countries that demanded their gold back. I don't know if it was Germany or Switzerland or who it was. And we said, no. Well, we can't pay him back if it's gone. So I have my suspicions about Very good point.
2: That definitely takes an investigation, certainly.
3: Yeah, it shouldn't be just auditing the Fed, which Rand Paul is pushing, just like his dad did. It should be auditing Fort Knox. I believe in that firmly.
2: Yeah, definitely be a, a, a a good show to investigate. Hey, Kelly, let's go ahead and bring it over to you, then, sir. Your
4: well, follow-up. I've had a lot of—I've had a lot of
5: <clears throat>
4: ignorance uh, displaced tonight with uh, Mitchell and Paul helping me understand what's going on in China, and I think in a bigger picture, um, communism is just not a good idea. And luckily, we've got a lot of Americans pulling. Uh, for the American system the Constitution that way we won't have all these weird Things like art, uh, organ harvesting And killing people Because they believe or this or that Or they're doing yoga in a special way on a mat I mean ew. God bless America our bashing, The world's bashing of freedom and liberty still For a while longer And uh, Yeah again kudos to you Robert For bringing Paul in is it Mitch or Mitchell?
2: Um, oh, well, yeah, his, his full name is Mitchell, but he goes by Mitch. Okay. Yeah, I just, you know,
4: good show, Robert. And uh, I Thank sure you. hope
2: the,
4: uh, the American people start figuring things out. I think the R establishment is, like, starting to go down the toilet. We're just waiting for the flush lever to be pushed.
5: <laughs> so, Well,
4: wow, that's the way of putting it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my thoughts.
3: And, and I'm, that so is
6: glad
3: I, the, I'm so glad I got to meet him in this because he was in my group. We messaged and I had no clue. That was such a shock last
2: week. Well, that's good. And that's one of the things uh, for Bart's, uh, Bart's Logic is definitely to bring people together. And so I'm glad uh, we were able to do that for you, Susan. And uh, we got our final thoughts for the 2015 year. I uh, can't believe it. But, of course, we will go back and be together in 2016. And so we'll have some uh, great shows, and I think it's going to be an exciting year. Uh, So, folks, I want to wish everyone a happy new year and have uh, some good times with your family and also safe times as well. So be careful out there. And let's go ahead and get some, uh, while we are having our, are you know, fun with our friends, just keep in mind and try to put some positive thoughts out uh, for those who are not as fortunate as us and have as many loving people around them and keep them in their thoughts and hope that uh, with those thoughts they can uh, feel some comfort if they're having any time alone or anything of that nature. Um, so let's uh, keep these people uh, in our minds and thoughts as well. And so I will, of course, end tonight. As I do every night And that is with the song by Aubrey Ashburn And you can hear more of her music By going to www.aubreyashburn.com So thanks again everyone Take care We will see you next time And good night Good night folks